I think Elvis is hilarious. On the spot, he always has something funny to say. Oh my god, hysterical. Hello. <laughs> so funny. They all make me smile. This is so confusing. Everybody. Oh my gosh, Elvis, I'm so excited to be on the phone with you right now. No, no, no. <laughs> all the excitement is ours. That's it. I'm leaving. I'm walking away. Bye-bye. <laughs> to hear that other people have issues too. I love the feeling of a Q-tip in my ear. Hysterical. Hysterical. I love it. Stick that in your pipe and smoke it. <laughs> Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Last night, another example of, hey, there'll be time to sleep when we're dead. <laughs> yeah, what'd you do? You know what? I live in New York City. Yeah. And I'm still single for another month. Right. So I'm out with friends, having fun. We went to Faroche for dinner. We were out late, just partying, celebrating a friend's birthday. And I looked up and went, oh, I got to go to bed. And they're like, wow, have one more. And I went, okay. I mean, we didn't drink a lot. But it was one of those nights where I should have been at home, like, yeah. just getting ready for sleep. Yeah, but you like know that. what? The last two nights you went to bed at 8, so yeah. you kind of made up for it. I know. But look, I live in New York City. Yeah. If I lived somewhere else that was a little quieter, that rolled up the carpet a little earlier, it'd be different. But no, yes. New York, blame the city. Blame the city, New York. I'm, like I said, I'm single for one more month. If exactly a month from today. Damn. It is, yeah, one month from today, I'm getting married. So we got to talk about that. Ah. What can I cannot do in the next month? <laughs> well, there's some things you can't do. I mean. Okay, so who said that? Froggy. I would think Alex, maybe. Let's just move on and let's play some music. I can't read your mind, gotta say that. Should I take your love? Should I take that? Got a whole lot of options, cause you know a girl's popping. I'm a high girl, so you know she just popping. Loving it more than diamond. <laughs> you were going crazy out Look here. Look at her. <laughs> Microphone's over here. Look at that booty diamond. Come on now. Come on, shake that booty. Come shake, on. shake that booty. Come on, diamond. come on, come on. This is listen. I'm here. I'm ready. We're gonna play you some ratchet, I love ratchet it. music at my wedding. I want to. I want you oh, to it's going down, Elvis. You don't understand. I know it's gonna be a crazy night. You know, okay, Diamond. Look, yes. you're the youngest one in the room. Okay. I have one month until I get married. Should I go ahead and just have some fun and just, yeah. <laughs> so, so what are the boundaries? That's the question. Are there any? No, there should be. Okay, absolutely. fine. fine. I know, but you know what? So, what will change when I get married? Though I gotta, I gotta figure that out. Well, you're supposed to live when you're married too. Yeah. So you know, do you? Okay. I would say have enough fun, but don't cheat. I, know, but I think Diamond gave us the, the answer. When you get married, you have to do you. Because yeah. no, no one else will do you. <laughs> oh, that's unfortunate. Thank yeah, you, that's a No one else is going to do point. me. Might as well do it myself. Well, welcome to the day. It is Wednesday, August 14th. Our friend Matthew Hussey is here a little bit later. We haven't seen him in so long, and for whatever reason. We'll see him in a little bit. Also, we've got the typical BS that we bring your way. Daniel's already shopping online. What no, are you buying? No, I'm, I'm, I'm actually looking up a story about... Uh, Jay-Z and Rock Nation. What's going on there? Oh, they're doing a whole bunch of really cool things for activism, and they're getting together with the NFL, so they're doing a lot of good stuff. Very cool. What yeah. are you working on over there, Gandhi? Uh, headlines. Three things you need to know. Okay, we'll get into those yeah. in a second. Uh, oh, Max the dog. You is, hear him? <laughs> Max the dog is shaking it out under my leg. <laughs> I, I got to tell you, I walked Max out the front door of my apartment this morning, and it took us 20 minutes. It, what is that noise? Oh, it took, it took 20 minutes to get off my block. He oh. had to sniff and pee on everything. Why do they do that? Because they do. You know they, you know what they do? They sniff other dogs' pee, and yeah. that's how they kind of... 
they, they have a log of who's well, been there. Will they pee in the same spot as another dog, or do they go to a no, different they do. territory? No, no, no. They, they pee on pee. Oh, oh, really? No, that's the thing. Okay. No, if it, that's the thing. If a dog pees, there's a good chance another dog's going to pee in the same exact place. <laughs> okay. Kind of kinky. We do the same thing in toilets. Yeah. <laughs> I don't our, sniff our, it first. <laughs> <laughs> good. Maybe uh, we should talk to our first caller of the day. It's Jerry. How you doing, Jerry? Hey, I'm doing well. Hello, lady. Well, hello, lady. So Jerry is deployed to Japan tomorrow. Mm. Yes. You know, (laughs) have you been to Japan before? I'm just moving out there. Um, I actually lived there about a couple years ago, and uh, since then with the military, uh, moved me out there. So I've been listening to you guys since... The pajama parties day with uh, Danielle back in the nineties. Wow. Oh my gosh, that's you know, a long time ago. So you know, uh, our uh, our producer Sam just got back from Japan. I mean, can he listen to uh, yes. us in Japan? Yeah, absolutely. Just have an app yes, with I you. I will be listening to the app, but uh, it's kind of like listening on the future. I'll be listening on Monday shows on Tuesday. Okay, wow. good. <laughs> all right, all right, it's okay. But Japan, fantastic. Now, where in Japan are you are you going to be living? I'm going to a town south in Okinawa, so not Tokyo, where uh, producer Sam was, but. And do you speak the language? Pretty good island lighter. A little bit enough to get through, but not doing it at all. Yeah. <laughs> this is why, you know, all of us ego-blasted Americans, we're so excited to go anywhere in the world, and they usually speak English for us. Yeah, you know, nice. It's all good. Yes. But, Jerry, thank you for serving our country. Thank you for serving our world. We love you, and we've gonna, we're going to send you an Elvis Duran shirt. I don't know how we're going to get it to you, but yeah. we're going to try, okay? <laughs> Please ruin it for me. <laughs> we will. We're going to ruin it for you, and have a beautiful time in Japan. Thank you so much. Now, how long are you going to be there? Um, probably two, three years. Wow. <laughs> Life is an adventure. Wow. Thank you, Jerry. Yeah. There you go. Our first caller of the day leaves for Japan tomorrow. That wow. sounds awesome. What are we doing tomorrow? We'll stay home. Yeah. Right. Let's go around the room. <laughs> Danielle, what's on your mind today? So I have one of those voices that like sounds like Elmo a lot of the time. Yes, it does. <laughs> but when, hey, mm-hmm. but when I have a cold, which I'm battling right now, it sounds better. So I feel like I should have a cold all the time. It's kind of Because sexy. I feel like my voice gets down, goes down an octave. Yeah, and it gets a little bit lower, and it sounds normal when it has a cold. <laughs> yeah, so you're at your usual masculine self. I am. That is my bag. Hello, yeah. hello, hello Danielle. There's some guy over there. Oh, that's no, not a guy. That's Danielle. <laughs> hey, what's up with you, Scary? Well, I think I may need some help at this point because I almost risked missing the start of the show by standing in line for Starbucks because I refused to take the regular whole bean coffee because I wanted them to go look in the back for an organic version. And now I'm wondering, is it really that worth it? Am I really doing no. anything different? No, I'm you bougie. I'm starting to think that the whole is a scam. Ne- <laughs> you come here and don't eat organic ever. I know. <laughs> You're the first one to not eat organic. And I have- Do we all vote that Scary is the most bougiest person we've ever met? <laughs> yeah. The guy who would spend an extra $2 just to prove to himself that he can. <laughs> uh, I may have a problem, though. I was Dude, willing to risk this. go to Dunkin'. You do. Anyway, uh, what's up with you today, <laughs> my one and only Gandhi? Hello. I, uh, too, I went out last night. I was out pretty late because I went to Tootsie on Broadway and I loved it. It's it was a, really cute. It's a fun show. It was fun. I laughed a lot more than I thought I would. The seats were great. If you have a chance to go see Tootsie, you should. It was awesome. Okay, good. Yeah. Thank you for supporting our Broadway. Thank you for allowing me to go to these things and, you know, wake up so early in the morning and That's now I'm tired. You know, you live in New York City, you stay up late with friends and go out at these beautiful restaurants and bars where you can go see yeah. a show. 
This place is okay. It smells like pee and pot, right? but it's a great place. New smell every block. Yes, there's a yeah. new smell every block. All right, Producer Sam, who are you doing horoscopes with? I'd love to do with Gandhi. Okay. Thanks, Tarlin. If you're celebrating your birthday today, you celebrate with Mila Kunis, who is 36, Halle Berry, who's 53, and Spencer Pratt, also 36. Capricorn, you may discover a new hidden talent. Take the time to help this flourish. It may open some new doors. Your day is a nine. Aquarius, you may feel on the edge and have no idea why. You aren't going crazy. Relieve the stress by ex- exercising or reading. Your day's an eight. Pisces, stop the unnecessary worrying. If you push yourself too hard, you're going to drive yourself crazy. Go with the flow. Your day is a seven. Aries, you are so close to attaining a goal. Give it that last little sprint of energy to complete it. You got this. Your day's a nine. Taurus, things are great, but you can't help by get trapped by getting trapped in your own thoughts. Take each moment as it comes. Don't overthink. Your day is an eight. Gemini, if you're bored with the everyday routine, it might be time to get away for a while. Book a trip. Spice things up. Your day's a nine. Cancer, don't take your stress out on those closest to you. They're only here to help. Allow them to do that. Your day is a nine. Leo, remember that your actions can make a positive difference. Use this power to help those less fortunate than you. Your day's a 10. Virgo, make time in your busy schedule to relax. Self-help is more important than your tasks. Don't forget that. Your day is a nine. Libra, someone new and exciting will come into your life. Whether it's romantic or not, cherish this new bond. Your day's a 10. Scorpio, you won't accomplish anything if you work yourself into a panic. So stop your mind from going in different directions. Your day is an eight. And Sagittarius, you have important decisions to make. Mm. Take a step back and weigh your options. Do what's best for you. Your day is a 10. And those are your Wednesday morning horoscopes. Perfecto. Molto grazie. Let's get into the three things you need to know. What are they, Gandhi? Well, the Manhattan Federal Detention Center staffers who were assigned to watch Jeffrey Epstein reportedly slept for most of the time. They were supposed to be, yeah, checking in on him every 30 minutes. Apparently, they fell asleep for hours. They're sleepy. Yeah, three hours. I could see all of us doing that, and that is why we are not in positions of power to be watching people. (laughs) All right, remember those stories? There were a couple last week about pilots being drunk on the way out and people stopped on the way drunk. Well, United Airlines is implementing a new rule. It's called bottle to throttle. That's what they call it in the industry. How long you can drink before you get on the plane. It used to be eight hours. Now they're making it 12. They're calling it bottle to throttle? Well, it's what they've always called it, the bottle to throttle ratio. Thank God we don't have that in radio. Oh, we would never be allowed in the studio. Hello. (laughs) Here we have bottle to bottle. Exactly. (laughs) Bottle to waddle. And finally, Snapchat's parents company coming out with some new smart sunglasses. I don't know if you guys saw this. They're called the Spectacles 3, and they have video recording abilities and 3D effects. They're going to be really expensive, oh. though. About 380 bucks, which is more than twice the price of the current Snapchat sunglasses. So, just so you oh, know. Remind me not to get those. Don't get them. <laughs> you guys ready for Wednesday? Yeah. yeah! What's up? I'm Demi Lovato. Hey, this is Alicia Keys. It's Camila Cabello, Cabello with Elvis Duran. Elvis Duran in the Morning, in the morning show. show. Brought to you by Blinded by the Light. For any who's ever had a dream you're not alone from the director of Bend It Like Beckham Gurinder Chadha inspired by a true story and the music and lyrics of Bruce Springsteen in theaters Friday I'm looking down the list of what it is today today is National VJ Day mm, today's that? National Creamsicle Day oh Today is National Social Security Day. Okay. Uh, okay. And, but it's National Tattoo Removal Day. Oh, oh, sign me up. No, what do you mean, Gandhi? Do you have a tattoo you want removed? I do. Oh, I either need to get it removed or I need to get it 
vastly improved. Well, what, because, what is it? What is it? So my boyfriend who passed away, I got his nickname tattooed on me a long time ago. But it was like it's like a jailhouse tattoo. It's so ugly. The script is terrible. It's like bled over the years. Oh. It's kind of like expanded. It's just it's yeah. Ratchet. You can get it fixed. Yeah, I should. Uh, or I can get it taken off completely. You know, I, th- I think if you're desperate, you can just gnaw it off with your teeth. I oh. thought about that a couple times. Well, where is it? It's on my hip. Here, show it to us. Oh, God, it's so bad. I'm okay. going to see it. Let's see. Take okay. your pants off. Yeah, I kind of have to a little bit. All right. Can you see it? Can you see it? Yeah, don't take that off. You know what? Here's the thing. <laughs> if a tattoo is, is, as long as it's not you know overwhelmingly massive, if a tattoo is a piece of your history, uh-huh. yeah. whether you think it's artistic or whatever or not, it's a part of your life. Yeah. Right. I've thought about that. So that's why sometimes I think maybe I'll just get it changed into something new because I feel like I've changed into something new over the years. So maybe I can still have a little bit of a tribute to him without it being that ratchet jailhouse green whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> well, I know. I mean, but, but still, once you get a tattoo, you know. You're signing. You're signing on the dotted line for something very oh, yeah. permanent. Yes, I know I you. I know you can change it. I know yes. you can remove it. I don't know. I yeah. see. I love my. I only have two, and I love mine. I love my little hearts that I have on my wrist, but I want to get them colored in because they're just black. So my my husband says, you know what those look like? Looks like someone took your arm in the jail and forced you to get that tattoo on your wrist. I said, I love it. I think it's so cute. <laughs> He's like, no, it's not so cute. I'm still I waiting like for the day I'll get. The focus to come up with a tattoo yeah. for my oh. body. And you know, I, I, I'm not afraid to get a tattoo. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I, I'm afraid of commitment. Oh, yeah. yeah. Understandably. It, the guy who's there. getting married in one month. In a month. <laughs> yes. That tattoo is there every morning staring you in the face. It is. So I want to make sure it's great. And yeah. so in, in doing so, I just can't land on what should be permanently on my body. Okay. It's a tough decision. I recommend getting it somewhere where you don't look at it every day so you can't get sick of it. That's what I've done with all of okay. them. Yeah. I'm going to put it right there uh, next to my anus. Yes. <laughs> oh, no, wait. I'll look at that every day. Oh, okay. I straddle my mirror. Okay. You're so flexible. Uh, what's wrong, Nate? Uh, Sometimes you need to be aware of your body. Yeah, you do. Uh, uh, what if you have a mole down there that you don't know about? Yeah. Well, there's somebody else then. The dermatologist can what, tell uh, me all about it. What if, what if I had a tick? Down there, right? I, uh, right. But every day you have to look for ticks. You don't even leave the city half the time. Yes, I do. And we have ticks in the city. We do? Yes, we do. Okay. Oh, you have ticks everywhere, look I up, think. Look up ticks in the city. I'll look. <laughs> that was one of my favorite shows on HBO. Ticks in the city. So if that's the case, wouldn't it be easy to put a mirror on your floor so you could just look down? Oh. I don't want to always look up there. I know, but the floor's far. It needs to be close. You need, yeah. you, yeah. Know, you need a close view. This is the weirdest conversation. You need the handheld mirror to you find do. the tick. Anus. You're Anus asking tics. what National VJ Day is. Uh, I do believe that stands for Victory Over Japan, if I'm not mistaken. Correct, yeah. Oh. oh. All right. Okay, nice. There you go. There's that. Uh, what else do we need to get out of the way? Froggy, any uh, business we need to take care of before we move forward? No, no, I'm all good. I'm, I'm ready for the day. I'm not convinced. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, we're going to go anyway, but I'm sure yeah. you'll slow us down. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Turn it uh. on. Yes, Greg T., you guys ordering breakfast. I'm starving. Yes, we are. Oh, yeah, go see yeah. Andrew. We're ordering from a restaurant, and one of the dishes uh, Scary noticed on the menu is called the Cock Robin. Really? Yes. And, What's in that? And as you know, his girlfriend's name is Robin. Yeah, so I made a rude comment. Yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> and with that said, yeah, you, Roundhead, come in here and, and look at the menu, okay? Yeah, I need some eggs and bacon. Okay, great. Wow. Uh, All right. It's, it's fantastic. All right, thank you. Uh, let's get into the things that make us feel good. Yes, producer Sam. Have I ever told you guys that I have a lifelong dream of adopting a child? 
No. No. I think that's awesome. It's going to happen. It will be expensive, but it's going to happen. And thanks to an email from Rachel Kellner about two of her friends, I now have new role models. Steve Anderson McLean and his husband Rob recently adopted six brothers and sisters. Whoa. These siblings have been in foster care for five years, which is kind of amazing because... Siblings are split up all yeah. the time. Yeah. Like they don't really usually don't get fostered together, never mind adopted. So it's so great that they were together for Steve and Rob to scoop up. They knew they wanted a family, and thankfully fate brought them together. And now I have something to look forward to. Nice. <laughs> I gotta start saving up now, guys. <laughs> yep. yeah. It's gonna be a lot. But Steve and Rob, you two are amazing. I'm so glad that you have a new family. And if you have a story that deserves to be featured, email me, Sam at Elvistrand.com. Subject line feel goods. Thanks, Sam. <laughs> Every single morning, I absolutely, I just love you guys. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. You know, here's the thing. You know, it's still summertime, and of course, Tate's Bake Shop reminds you, while it's still summertime, let's do summertime things. Yes, please. You know, like visiting friends, going on road trips on the weekend, whatever. Wherever you go, no no matter what you do, you have room in your picnic basket or your big, you know, ratchety paper bag <laughs> full of stuff. Oh, your backpack. You, you yeah. have, your backpack. You have room for Tate's cookies. Yeah. You always do. You know what? Uh, if you live here in New York or this, this area in the Northeast, you can drive to the close to the tip of Long Island. You know that that appendage that's erect and yeah. pointing toward London? That sticks oh. out. Uh, right out there in Southampton is the original Little Bake Shop. The one I used to go to when I was young. Believe it or not. Believe it or not, I was young. <laughs> I do believe it. Absolutely. You used to spend summers in the Hamptons. And so you can have that summers in the Hamptons feeling no matter where you live on this great planet of ours with a bag of Tate's cookies. They have the original chocolate chip, but also they have the summertime flavors. They have all sorts of flavors. They have oh, they have the white bags for people who are going gluten-free. I say get one of each. Yeah. You're right. Also, these baskets, these delicious, wonderful gifts, these gift baskets full of brownies and cakes and muffins and, of course, cookies. Yeah. Order them now at tatesbakeshop.com. When you use the promo code Elvis, you get 20% off your purchase. That's a lot. That's tatesbakeshop.com. This is Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. So, yeah. One of the bad parts about commuting every day is the other people you're commuting around. Like, ask Bob. Hi, Bob. <laughs> Hey, good morning, you guys. Good morning, Bob. I can't believe you you, uh, asked us to whip out the diarrhea. Oh, we haven't done that in a while. No, we haven't done that in a long time. You you must be a long-time listener, Bob. I I am, and I was wondering if you guys would still do this. Yes. Who do you want us to wish diarrhea on today? (laughs) Well, I started my week off really badly. Um, A real deadbeat of a driver with no license and no insurance decided to total my car on Monday. Uh, Okay, so Monday, someone totaled your car, and they had no insurance whatsoever. Oh, God, that makes me mad. That's terrible. So what's going to happen now, Bob? Well, I was forced to dip into our vacation fund in order to get a new ride just so I can get back and forth to work. So you had money set aside for your vacation, and you had to use that money because this this deadbeat didn't have insurance. Not cool. (laughs) Yeah, basically. Aww. Hey, so if you total someone's car and you don't have insurance, what is the price they have to pay? Yeah, do they happens? do they go to jail? What I mean, what are they, what price do they pay? I, I wish I knew. I was wondering um, <laughs> because I I mean I, I'd like to be a fly on the wall when I find out what happens to this guy, but I, I really have no clue. Well, I know huh. what price is going to pay. 
this pay this guy's going to pay a price. He totaled your car and you didn't have an insurance. We wish diarrhea upon him. We wish diarrhea upon you. Seriously, Ooh. total Bob's That's like car. Nate the other day. Oh, <laughs> Bob, go to that. I mean, Bob, hold on. Do we have that guy's address that told us your car with no insurance? We're going to send Nate over there. <laughs> Nate. Nice. Aim. Aim and shoot. <laughs> okay, so I'm reading online right here. It says, depending on where you live, you could face fines, lose your driver's license, or even spend time behind bars. Driving Whoa. without insurance is illegal oh, in wow. most states. As it should be. You could face penalties and fines and loss of your driver's license. You know what, though? Bob, we, we read in the paper here all the time where people are arrested on DUI and uh, driving without a license and whatever, and they have like 55 tickets. Yes. And they're still out there driving. Right. Ugh, these people. You know, the yeah. thing that makes me mad, I'm not trying to be the crotchety old mean man, like the get off my lawn man, but I pay my I pay my insurance. Right. I know it's expensive. It's just what you have to do. Exactly. Don't drive a car unless you have insurance. No, you right. have to. Yeah. All right, Bob. Sorry about that. And I thank you. And I and I but I think the most fitting punishment just happened this morning. Yeah. We wished <laughs> diarrhea upon them. Yes. All right. Thank yeah, you, Bob. Have a great day. You know, the power of diarrhea is something it's, kind of it's fabulous. It's something. Ask Nate. Uh, well, yeah. What's that, What's that I, I was thinking about that. Maybe I did something to someone and they wished diarrhea upon me. Oh. And that's why I had it. Did you ever maybe. think about that? Have you done that to someone? Yeah. Have you done something bad to someone lately? Uh, maybe unintentionally. Maybe I cut somebody off in traffic and they said, I hope he gets, you know, the squirts. Oh, okay, okay. And here we are. Oh, Nate. What? Nate. That's what people Nate. call Nate. it. Nate. Nate. Sorry. <laughs> I have an idea. Let's talk about some solid things. Okay. <laughs> like I don't, this table. It's very solid. Very solid. Solid table. This is a solid table. That'd be difficult to pass. I need some fiber. Oh god. Someone to go out and eat a tree. <laughs> yeah, scary. What? We did a poll on Twitter on the craziest thing that happened at the Elvis Duran show party, and you saw what won of all the things that happened. You know, with Greg T dropping the the crock. It was it was uh, Nate's uh, bathroom problem. Oh yeah. My God. All right, I really want to change the subject. I okay. do too. Okay, I, I okay, next, next, next. What do you have coming up in your uh, your report, Danielle? I'm so excited. The Haunting of Hill House season two. Oh, okay. Let's get into it. I don't. I don't want to wait. Okay. I don't want to wait. It's not going to be ha- called Hill House. There's. It's a different house this time. Uh, season two is actually the. Well, anth- did Hill House burn down or something? Uh, oh. It didn't. I forgot how it ended. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Yeah. Let's not. I don't. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm asking. It's it was, a spoiler question. I don't remember, but that was a, so okay. good. Uh, so season two is actually the anthology of the haunting of Bly Manor, based on Henry James's 1898 novella, uh, The Turn of the Screw. Uh, it's very dark. They're saying that it is going to be scarier and more uncomfortable than The Haunting of Hill House. Mm. So if you're ready to get the pants scared off of you, it's going to be what we want to watch. I know I cannot wait. <laughs> this. Why did this not surprise me? And I think I may have gone more than Britney Spears. According to page six, Britney Spears made 80 trips to Target last year. That's Good not a her. lot. No, no, not even a little. That's nothing compared to you. I'm like nope. thinking like, okay. Uh, she also likes to shop at Home Depot and Ralph's. This is according to her conservatorship uh, documents. Well, Ralph's is a grocery store. Yeah. So. so, I mean, I go to the grocery store three times a week sometimes to get things. What's she doing at Home Depot? 
maybe fixing stuff Home in her Depot. house. I love Home Depot too. I just don't know what Britney Spears is doing. She bought a doorbell, <laughs> a garage door opener, new door. Um, Jay Z and Rock Nation are partnering with the NFL for events and activism. The NFL said that they are going to consult with Jay Z's Rock Nation on its entertainment presentations. Huh. That includes the Super Bowl halftime show. Jay Z is not performing in the halftime show although maybe in the future he will. They also will work together to strengthen community through music and NFL's Inspire Change initiative. So that's pretty cool. He's doing some good stuff. So season 13's Bachelorette Rachel, she says she slept with two of the three finalists in the fantasy suite. She won't say which ones, but she says that her final choice knows about it and is totally cool. <laughs> like, you slept with other guys? No problem. Okay. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> and we thought it would happen. But it didn't. Harry Styles will not be Prince Eric in The Little Mermaid. Well, you told oh. you told us he was. Well, he respect he respectfully declined. Why? I know. I know, but you told us he was doing it. I, well, we, <laughs> can you just be quiet over there? You did. You did. We thought he was going to do it. It looked like he was doing it. He's not doing it. Uh, by the way, BTS's agency says that they're not done. They're going on a little hiatus. Oh. Uh, if you look at their website, they're actually scheduled to perform in Saudi Arabia and places like that in October. Hmm. So they're taking a vacation. This is their first vacation, but a lot of people are panicking that they're done. According to their agency, they're not done. So we'll see what happens there. America's Got Talent is on tonight. It is a live result show to see who made it to the semifinals. Songland will be cool because Macklemore will select this week's winning song. And it is the third season finale of The Handmaid's Tale over on Hulu. Wow. So I'm online trying to figure out where Jonas Brothers played last night. <laughs> so I know where they're going next. I think next. it was Atlanta. I know on the 15th they're going to be in Washington, yes. D.C. So I think they're off tonight maybe. So maybe we they, should stop by and say hi. Maybe they All had right. a break a couple days. They're going to be in Boston coming up in Philly. Wait, what's today's date? Today is the 14th. 14th. It is? Yeah, so tomorrow they're in Hold on, wait, wait, wait. How did we get to August 14th? Well, please. I don't know. Please. I've been trying to stop the time. It's not working. No. Can we stop time? It sucks. I've tried. Someone has a way, please. So last know. night, tonight they're in Raleigh, North Carolina. Oh, Nice. And, oh, wait, and okay, okay. Anyway, I, I want to go see them. Here's the thing: they're supposed to play the Garden at the end of this month, but yeah. we're, we're gone. I know. Oh. Yeah. August 29th and 30th are at the Garden. If you have a way, August 18th in Philly. Yeah. Ooh, oh, we okay. could do that. Let's drive down. Here's the thing: if you see any show this year, it, even if you're not a huge Jonas Brothers fan, you got to see this show because the story behind this show, the story behind these guys, the story behind them getting back together is just. There's an electricity in that room that yeah. is just unbelievable. Uh, you can see them. There, We will be back. November 22nd, they're at Prudential Center. November 23rd, they're at the Barclays. Oh, perfect. So you can see them. Okay. Hey, so in uh, our who, area. Who's in a good mood today? Me. Me. Okay. I am. Okay, Gandhi, what, what one thing can you just, just, just spew out right now and tell me that you're in a good mood because of that? Go. Oh, because I have such a crush on my boyfriend. Talk about uh, that. No, really. Is that corny? No, it's not Can at all. No, that's oh. a great reason to be happy. That makes me happy every day when I wake up. I'm like, oh, B. That's it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know what else to say. I feel like a little kid. It's so cute. I yeah. love that. So, but I mean, it does really make me happy. Like every day I wake when, up and I'm in a great mood. When do you see him next? Um, On the 22nd. Good for you. Yeah. I'm happy for you. Me too. And I'm glad that you guys like him and you met him and it was great. No, I didn't say I like him. You did. You oh. said it. I'm just happy for you. You said no, I like he, him. He's said a great it. guy. Daniel, why are you why are you happy today? My mommy is coming down to spend the day today, <gasps> and I can't good. wait. Yeah, she's uh, she's coming down, and we're gonna do some mommy and Danielle things. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, so Froggy. I'm excited. Why are you happy? 
Because I'm packing for a cruise. I'm going on a cruise Friday. Oh, nice. Oh, that's right. Frog. It, it's a short uh, listener cruise, right? Yeah, it's a short listener cruise. I'm packing for my cruise. I'm so excited. Cannot wait. Why are you happy? Are you happy? Elvis? Okay, here's why I'm asking you. Now, Scary, why are you happy? Because my shirt fits me very well. Oh, my God. The new shirt I that's got. That's good. That's good. <laughs> no, that, that's totally fine. That's a good it reason. makes me feel good. You happy, Nate? I'm very happy. Why are you happy, Why are you happy, Nate? I'm seeing a friend for lunch. I haven't seen him in a long time, and we're going to catch up. It's going to be great. Who's that? Uh, he's coming in on the show today. Matthew Hussey. Yeah. Oh. oh, I'm happy to see him today. Yeah. I'll tell you why I'm asking. Because I woke up this morning really happy, and I can't figure out what it is. <laughs> oh. Good, that's the best. Maybe it's maybe it's a, a, a mixture of lots of things. Maybe it's a countdown because you know your wedding's a month away. I'm excited about that. Yeah, could be that. I don't know. I went out with friends last night. We had a late night. Went to a great New York City restaurant and we partied and celebrated a friend's birthday. And I don't know. And even though I, I I'm, I'm looking for reasons to be to be bogged down. I'm looking looking for reasons to be frustrated. Can't find them. That's, that's awesome. Yeah, that's good. Because you know, you look at the calendar and you see a thousand things that you need to get done. I have a million things that need to get done. I've got lists, lists, and more lists, and lists that have lists on them. And I just, but I'm just happy. I don't know. Ooh, I think that's oh, awesome. Hold on one second. It's okay to be happy and not know why, right? Totally fine. That was awesome. I don't know. Such a weird thing, happiness. You know, and sadness can do it. You know, to you, to you just as fast. So, yeah. let happiness beat sadness. Do we all agree on that one? Yes. yes. Okay. Walkers and talkers, a podcast for Walking Dead fans. Da, 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 da. No, but that's it. No, you can't say anything. But he had a bat. No, 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 stop it. Recaps, the latest news, and interviews with members of the cast, hosted by David Brody and his co-host Jamie. Walkers and talkers, listen on the iHeartRadio app. Elvis Duran in the morning show. Audible gives members more, and as a member, I want more. More romance, more thrillers, more suspense. Pack the app with your favorites and get outdoors with Audible. Start a free 30-day Audible trial, and your first audiobook is free. Visit audible.com slash Elvis. Hello? Uh, he's sprinting down the hall. Here right? he comes, here, here he comes. Hard A. Come on, do it. You got line. it, you got it. Woo! First place for Daddy. Big Daddy. For Big Daddy. Creep. <laughs> First place. That's the thing about doing this show. It's all live. Yeah. I was down in my office printing up some things to talk about. Okay. All right. Let me. Let me. Uh, let me. Catch your breath. Let me get them all organized oh, now. Oh, cool. Can we talk about whether it's appropriate or not to call you Big Daddy? Because I just felt harassed by that. <clears throat> you know what? It, it, it used to offend me. Now, I don't care. Okay. I'm going to tell you. I'm I'll just tell you right you now. Let's full transparency. Uh-huh. I mean, I've talked about this before. and I just it, This just scalds my dog. It makes me so mad. <laughs> I'm going to tell you anyway. Okay. You know, in this world we live in, in this, with iHeartMedia, we have what's called research. Yeah. Uh-huh. We have some of the smartest people in the world going out and talking to huge groups of people to ask them what they want to hear and what they don't want to hear in a show. Right. They actually went to several of our markets and they sat down with a lot of people in these quote unquote focus groups mm-hmm. to ask them what they like about the show, what's getting better about the show, what's not as good about the show, you know, what, what, whatever. Most of all, I mean, people like our show a lot. Yeah. yeah. And then someone somewhere asked the question, hey, Elvis, does he seem too old to listen to in the morning? <laughs> 
And like one or two people said, you know, sometimes he's, he talks about things that <clears throat> maybe aren't extremely relatable to me because I'm a 21-year-old uh, girl or whatever. Okay. And so they told me, and Nate's part of the problem. What? Nate's like, you know, you really shouldn't talk about things that uh, you know, aren't interesting to younger people. Nate, you talk about Nate. the Golden Girls. No, you do. And I said, you know what? <laughs> then F it. I'll go work somewhere else. Right. I'm, no. I'm not going to come in here and like, okay, let me tell you about how much I like to twerk on the weekends. Yeah, I think you know, it's I, hard. I, I, it, it's not real if you come in and, and you're not yourself. It's not. So they said, we should eliminate things like, you know, calling you Big Daddy. No. And the other day you said, hey, tell Uncle Elvis, blah, blah, blah. The 21-year-old girl doesn't want to hear that. So maybe we should squelch that from our show. Nah. And we'll have big ratings results. Big. I don't think so. And I said, and, and one day we were doing something, and I said, we should talk about, uh, I forgot what it was. And Nate went, mm, I don't think we should talk about that. Because that's something like a 28-year-old would talk about. That's way too old. What? And what? I looked at Nate. I wanted to rip his face off. I don't remember this. You should have yes. done it. I remember this day. And I said, you know what? I'm not going to work on a show where I have to pretend to be someone Oh, I'm I not. do remember oh, that don't day. Don't do that. You got very mad at BB me. BB Rex posted about this yesterday because somebody <laughs> told her she's too old at 29 to post certain pictures of herself. Exactly. She's like, dude, I'm 29. I mean, it's so ridiculous. And then Scary comes in here. And of course, he, he tries to put up this facade that he is... Someone he's not. No, oh, dear God. Well, that's it, not true. No, it is true. And you, you know it. You all know what I'm talking <laughs> yeah. about. To a point, scare. Sometimes. Yeah, to a point. You you do try to immerse into a world that you seem a little awkward in. I do live a, a, a different lifestyle though, and it's fine. Yeah. I think it's really good that we have everybody from so many different walks of life because doesn't that then appeal to everybody from different walks of life versus just a 28 year old female? That's right. what I'm thinking. Yeah. yeah. So in your question and asking me. Should we or should we not call you Big Daddy? You can call me whatever you want. Just call me. I was yeah. just uncomfortable with like the sexuality of it. The what? The sexuality of it. Big Daddy? It sounded very sexual the way he said it. Scary said it. He was like, daddy. oh, you're here, Big Daddy. Oh, I don't find and then that, I felt weird. I don't find that sexy at all. <laughs> <laughs> like big Daddy. Call you big so anyway, Ew. so here's, the, here's my question. Is it okay for us just to be ourselves yes. or do we need to be something that the research department has told us we need to be? I, I think we ourselves. Yeah. Sorry, research. Yeah, sorry. I think if we're not ourselves, it's not truthful and it doesn't come across right. Don't you think people can sniff out a lie from like so far away? If you're not being genuine about something, I know it. You know it. Our listeners know it. They're not stupid. I I can't come in here and be someone I'm not. No, the listeners are smart. Hey, hey, what was the story that came out yesterday about a guy, excuse me, an overprotective boyfriend who gave his girlfriend a list of rules for her girl's night out? I saw the list and I was... Dying. I have it in here somewhere. Are you kidding oh, here it is. Here, here, here it is. Uh, <laughs> I have it in here somewhere. Here I just him. remember one of the rules was like, at the end of the night, please send me a picture of your bed so that I know you're in it alone. Oh, shut up. Get out of here, dude. Yeah, jealous much. Dude. Oh, oh, a woman's bow. Look, I'm old. I don't even use the word bow. Bow. Uh, sends her don'ts list for girls' night out. Mm-hmm. Oh, and remind me, I want to talk about what you like in a butt. That's coming up. Oh. <laughs> I can go in a lot of directions. Okay. Yeah, Shen. <laughs> I, I'm going to tell you, as far as butts go, I like it just to be nice and curvy, a little simple curvy butt. Okay. All right, anyway. Um, so she wanted to go out with her girlfriends for a girls' night out. Great. She deserves that. Yeah. She's in, she, she, is, she is who she is. Le- leave her be. Mm-hmm. But anyway, her boyfriend says, number one, don't... Don't dance like a slag. That's expression. This must be British. Yeah. Don't get too drunk. No boys. And if anyone comes up to you and talks to you, you tell them you have a boyfriend. Oh, my gosh. 
look after your drink at all times to make sure no one puts anything in it. Well, well that's, that's that's very good. That's, that's a, that's, everybody should that's do that. That's a good one. That's a good one. Anyway, he so he has this list of do's and don'ts for the girls' night out. I have a don't. Don't date this guy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. Can't well, go out with my friends. Oh, wait a second. Yeah, Froggy Talk. What if maybe there's a chance, maybe there's a past of her getting a little out of control mm-hmm. or things going south on a girls' night out, and he's trying to keep that from happening again? Okay. Okay, I see that. But do you want to live like that? No, I do not. But right. I'm saying maybe that's why. Maybe there's been a precedent set. And maybe that's why he has to do this. We don't know the whole story. I yeah, agree that I just looking at it from over the top, it looks like an overprotective guy who needs to chill out. But yeah. there could be a reason. But if you're that worried about it, just maybe you guys shouldn't date because there's a little too much going on. Right. I couldn't be imagine being in a relationship where you worry about everything like that. Nope. No. Here's uh, your rules for the night. Obey these. You know, you only have so much real estate in your head. You only yeah. have so much square footage of things to think about and worry about. You know, sometimes if you have too much to think and worry about, you don't have enough room to enjoy someone. Right. No. You really don't. No. That's what I think about, too, like couples who go through each other's phones. The second I felt the need to go through a phone, That's I would it. feel like the relationship was over That's because it. obviously I don't trust you and there's something wrong. I've never gone through a phone in my life. I plan on never doing that. Although I do have a girlfriend who thought she could trust her husband and then accidentally stumbled upon something on his phone, found well, out he was sleeping with okay, prostitutes. Okay, well, okay, that's going <laughs> to, prostitutes so happen, okay? <laughs> okay. So, you know, <laughs> it could happen. Okay, okay, hold on. Okay. Things happen sometimes. Not all relationships are perfect. True. But but even you could be screwing up a perfect relationship by smothering someone. Yeah. Um, number nine on this list, always send me photos front and back of what you're wearing so I can approve and say whether or not I think you should wear it. Oh, Get out of here, dude. That's too much. Get out of here. Even when I'm asleep, text me to tell me things so I can see them in the morning. That's kind of okay, I think. Te- no, no. I can see text me when you get home, Yeah, but don't text me all night to tell me what you're looking at. No, not like a play-by-play, but if something cool happens, I would want maybe somebody to wake up to that. Mm. Uh, it, it, number 12 on the list of things. Uh, 12? He, Number 12 on the list of things he tells his girlfriend about going out with her friends. If you can send if you can send a video of the room before you sleep to prove no one else is there. <gasps> what? Yeah, goodbye. Oh, I'd be like, "Okay, never mind. I I I I back off my statement." Yeah. <laughs> Take it, yeah. <laughs> this guy's a jackass. <laughs> yeah. Dude. Let me know everything that happens and be ready to explain stories. Oh, jeez. Hey, I took a dump at 3 p.m. And then Explain, I wiped please. myself. And well, then okay, thank I you, Danielle. Walk. I mean, but what does he want? Play by play. I know, I know, it's too much. <laughs> I mean, really. So if you are in a relationship where you're that, you're that nervous, my well, gosh, what kind of life are you giving yourself? Right. I'm worried. I'm just as worried about him as I am, as I am her. Oh yeah. Something about that little relationship right there makes me think they share an Instagram <clears throat> account. <laughs> Speaking of, Maybe. you know, we were earlier. Earlier, we we're talking about how it takes me an hour to to walk Max to work when I bring him in. Yeah, because he has to stop and sniff and pee on everything. And you asked me, Danielle, well, do they pee on other dogs' pee? They do. Urine, sniffing urine for dogs, it's like their social media. Oh. It is. It's like it's like their Instagram. Oh wow. It's their. It's more Twitter. Oh yeah. <laughs> because they can smell your the dog's urine. They can smell a lot about that dog and what that dog's going through health wise. I mean, they they smell things we can't even fathom wow. smelling. So it's their social media. All right.
Isn't that cool? That is kind of cool. I know. Aren't you glad we don't have that? <laughs> yes. Oh, wait, we yeah. do. I don't we do. Sniff it's your called. Pee. We do have it. It's called social media. Oh, yeah, well. uh, okay. Pardon me. I have to go on my phone and check the pee. <laughs> Dogs sniff each other's butts. I'm glad we don't do that when we meet new people. You don't need to sniff butts. You've Can got you Instagram. If you get to a bar and you sniff someone's butt to see if yeah. you like them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can. <laughs> That's gross. All right, uh, Gandhi, the three things we need to know are what? Planes are flying in and out again from Hong Kong International Airport. There have been two days of pro-democracy protests there, forcing the cancellations of lots and lots of flights. I don't know if you guys have seen any of the video yeah. or the photos, but it is it is crazy over there right now. The airport has been seeing lots of clashes, and there have been 10 weeks of protests throughout the city there, just in general. Some super sad news about the NYPD. Another officer has taken his own life. This is the eighth suicide in the year with the NYPD, yes. Of course, officials saying if you have a problem, please seek out help. They're always there for you. And they haven't released the name of this officer just yet, but he was 35 years old and a seven-year veteran. I hear these stories. They make me so, so sad. So sad. And finally, speaking of social media, like you just did, social media apparently linked to depression, particularly within teenage girls. Specialists are saying that it takes away from health-positive activities like sleep and exercise. It also has an impact on boys, but not nearly as badly. They say at that age, a lot of girls are comparing themselves to other people, and yeah. it's just not right. right. Not the way social media makes you think the world is. Thank you very You're much, Gandhi. Your $1,000 Poland Springs free money phone tab coming up next. Put your hands up. Party, party, party. This is Elvis Duran and The Morning Show. I don't know why Taco Bell kept it a secret all these years. Are we on? Yes. Yeah, Seriously, on. Taco Bell. It's, don't you love what I, pre- <clears throat> I pretend to make it sound like we're just talking? Yes. But I'm really doing a commercial for Taco Bell. It's time to Taco about it. For many, let's do it. <laughs> you know, I love Taco Bell. Yeah. But I never went for breakfast because we're here. You know what I'm saying? Right. All these years, they've had the breakfast crunch wrap. We didn't even know about it. And now we do. Now we do. The breakfast crunch wrap, which just kind of turns me on. Bacon, eggs, cheese, and an entire hash brown wrapped inside a grilled tortilla. You can drive on through Taco Bell right now. Bang, bang. Hello. May I have a breakfast crunch wrap? It's time to rap about it. Get it? Oh, my. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stop all your head, Gandhi. <laughs> Luke, there's a million and one reasons you love Taco Bell. Let me give you another one that you probably don't know about. The breakfast crunch wrap. Try it for yourself at Taco Bell. You got any money? The free money phone tap. Thanks to Poland Spring, you're about to win $1,000 with the $1,000 Poland Spring free money phone tap. You know what, Poland Spring, for years we just thought of it as the best water you can drink. To me, it tastes the best. I know that sounds weird, but it really does. And when I said that, I got so many tweets of people being like, I agree. Yeah, it, it's just one of those things. And water's yeah. hard. It's a hard thing to say, taste this way or that way. I yeah. just know it's the most refreshing. But yeah. anyway, that's why we're so proud that they are our partners with the $1,000 free money phone tap this week. Now, it takes it a step beyond the taste of Poland Spring water. Let's talk about how it's delivered to you in that plastic bottle. They remind us that only three out of ten plastic bottles get recycled in the U.S. Mm. And they know that they want to be a part of the solution at Poland Spring. They are working around the clock to come up with this incredible, incredible new system of bottles that are totally made out of recycled plastic. They want to have them done by 2022. Done. So when you, you know by 2022, when you drink Poland Springs water out of a bottle, you know it's recycled. Yes. That makes you feel good, right? It really does. 
I, 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 they're already working on other bottles that are made out of things that aren't plastic. Right. And I actually saw recently, uh, it looked like plastic and it was made of corn. I didn't even know that was possible. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's I love, so cool. I love the thing is drinking water out of a corn bottle is you have to floss. Oh. You're done. <laughs> anyway, another thing that Poland Spring Water is doing that we're celebrating is the fact that you can actually take a picture of something in your, that you're questioning about whether or not it's recyclable. And they will say yes or no. They'll tell you. They're helping us out. So you can take a picture of whatever that item is, go to their Instagram at Poland Spring Water, and hashtag not trash, N-O-T-T-R-A-S-H. And they'll go, no, yeah, recycle that. Right. Yeah, no, no, can't recycle that. So it's pretty good. And by the way, every time you post a photo on Instagram recycling your bottle using hashtag not trash, Poland Spring will donate another dollar to the recycling partnership up to $25,000. You know, even their caps are recyclable. Wow. So we are celebrating Poland Spring today. Hashtag not trash. And everything you talk about online, they'll donate another dollar. So let's do it. Here we go with your phone tap. This thing is worth $1,000 thanks to Poland Spring. Be caller 100 now. You win your 1000. 1-800-242-0100. Oh, it's a Wayback Wednesday phone tap. Yes, it is. Whose is it, Scary? It's mine. Of course it is. It's the phone. Elvis, Elvis Duran. The Elvis Duran phone tap. All right, Scary. What's your phone tap all about today? Well, we got a call from Cindy who said that her dad, Curtis, hates telephone telemarketers. He just gets completely crazy when uh, he encounters them. So uh, we figured we'd put it to the test, and I would call as Mr. Michael Oppenheimer, uh, selling him something crazy. All right, let's see what happens. A call from Mr. Michael Oppenheimer. Curtis speaking. Oh, uh, yes. Good afternoon. This is Mr. Michael Oppenheimer with Black Bush Irish Whiskey. How are you doing today, sir? Doing fine yourself? Black Bush Irish Whiskey has a viscous and rounded, medium to full-bodied taste. Yeah. Aromas reminiscent of fresh sea air are accompanied by rich flavors of molasses and chocolate. Are you going to cut to the chase or what? What's going on here? Three for $124.68 today. What? Three bottles or three cases? I have three bottles here for just $124.68 of Blackbush Irish Whiskey. And you um, say it's got viscous chocolate in it or some bull****? What's this? It's a single malt whiskey, and it's married with a single grain whiskey. Not interested. Curtis B. Oh, yes, good afternoon. This is Mr. Michael Oppenheimer with Black yeah, Bush Whiskey. Yeah, you just Whis- called. I told you I'm not interested. Thanks, buddy. Sir, I, I didn't get to tell you that it was developed in 1934. Curtis speaking. This is Mr. Michael Oppenheimer with Black Bush. How many times are you going to call me? I didn't get to tell you that Black Bush Irish Whiskey. You told me all about the viscous smell of the Cut the script. How many would you like to order today, sir? What the hell are you trying to do here? I do not need you selling me whiskey, all right? Sir, just one sip. Do not call me back anymore. Sir, just. I'm sick of hearing your Sir, just one sip. Have a good day. Goodbye. Curtis speaking. You didn't let me finish. Oh, please, continue. Just one sip, and you'll be hooked on the taste of Black Bush. You know they got robots that do your job much better. Black Bush Irish whiskey is aged in a sherry oak cask for 9 to 11 years for that distinctive full-bodied flavor. Why don't you go and take your Black Bush and sell it to your damn mother, all right? How about swirling some Black Bush around in your mouth? I told you I'm in it, I have been clean and sober now for three years. I do not need any more black bush messing up my life. Do you understand me? I don't think you're understanding. It's bottled at 80 proof, and it's the leading super. I'm going to come down there and shove so much black bush down your 
throat, you're going to be gagging at it for days. Hello? Buy it. Jesus it. Christ, again with you. Enjoy it. It's Black Bush. What the hell? Are you the time you wasting on me? You could be in a hammering Black Bush down the throat to any drunk you sitting at the bar. Sir, my name is Mr. Michael Oppenheimer, and this is the superior premium Irish whiskey in the Leave world. Leave me the f alone already! How many times do I have to tell you that? But, sir, Black Bush Irish whiskey might be good for your mom. She doesn't drink either. Would your mother like Black Bush? She drinks water. What about for your wife? My wife doesn't need any Black Bush or your wines or your champagnes or your beverages or your carbonated alcohol like this or that. You and your wife would just love the subtle sherry sweetness of Black Bush. It's so smooth. Hello? This is Mr. Michael Oppenheimer. With Black Are you kidding me? Sir, you're very angry. You could definitely use some of this whiskey to calm you down just a little you bit. You son of a bitch! A man with a handful of black bush is a very happy man. I will come down and break every bottle over your head, you son of a bitch! Sir, we're running a sale today. If you buy three bottles of black bush... Uh, yeah, um, I'm on the, uh, the national do not call list. And, Hello, uh, friend. Look, I need some help. I got this guy calling me. Hello, uh, friend. This, uh, black friend. Bush. I don't know what it is. Are you still there? You obviously don't know anyone with Black Bush. Otherwise, you'd be ordering this. Do I don't know anybody with Black Bush, buddy. Uh, sir, what credit card would you like to use today? I don't have any credit card. I don't have any wallet. I live in a cardboard box. As a matter of fact, I stole this phone. So if you call back, you're going to be arrested as an accessory to a crime. So leave me alone. Before you go, I think I should tell you you've been phone tapped. Go yourself. Hey, Curtis. This, what? This is Scary Jones from Elvis Duran in the Morning Show, and your daughter, Cindy's playing a phone tap on you. What the f*** is this again? It's a radio prank. Put Cindy on the phone. She had to go into a meeting, but yeah, she thought she you'd enjoy this. Yeah, she had to go a meeting. I'm going to find her ass, and I'm going to run her down. <laughs> Elvis Duran phone tap. And there he was. Your $1,000 Poland Spring free money phone tap. Mm. $1,000 is a lot of money. Yes, it, it is. is. We're doing it every day this week. Hey, Cindy. Oh, my God. Cindy's calling from Bethlehem. Oh. I am Let me ask you a question. Do you have room at the inn? Yeah. <laughs> Are you tired of Bethlehem jokes? Yeah. <laughs> Very beautiful. I know. I've been there myself. Bethlehem, Pennsylvania is a gorgeous place with gorgeous people, obviously. You're the most gorgeous oh there. Hey, Cindy, uh, good news. You just won $1,000. Oh, my God. I'm going to cry. Aww, Aww. Don't cry. Cry, cry. Why are you crying? Oh, I'm just, I, I don't know. I guess my last line, I'm, I don't have a job. I've been looking for a job, and literally this is going to help with bills and my son, and I'm going to cry. I'm yeah. gonna cry. I get it now. I get it. You know what? Cindy, you hang in there. I'm so happy we could send this to you. $1,000 is on the way. You know what? How lucky and how fortunate you are that you were the caller 100. It's just so amazing. Thank you so much. Now, Aww. you hear this story. Try to tell me that the universe had nothing to do with this. Oh, it's Seriously. Good. Thank you, universe. <laughs> anyway, enjoy your 1000 Cindy. We do appreciate you listening. And you hang in there. And, you, and I bet you're the world's best mom to your son. I bet you anything. I bet you $1,000. <laughs> Thank you so much. You're so welcome. Aww. Hold on one second. I love that. I love that. All right. We have another uh, $1,000 free money phone tap tomorrow. Thanks to Poland Spring. Now, Greg T uh, yeah. got all cocky yep. walking in here. As you know, our friend Matthew Hussey is on the way in. Yeah. He's got great advice. 
just great advice for dating and, and, and whatever. Just, Lifestyles. Lifestyle. Yeah. Your lifestyle advice guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, he walks in and goes, well, who do you think he is when you have me here every day? Right. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, who says? Who says that he's an expert? I don't get it. The, well, no, we I've all seen do. a lot of these. Ex- but why? <laughs> well, no, he, because he sells he sells out uh, conventions and and. That's and, because he's on our show. We prop him up and make it. You know, he's a oh, big deal. Oh, oh, that's that's why? Oh my God! We, okay, so you're wow. you're you're saying that you have just as much, or if not more. Better advice than Matthew Hussey when it comes to relationships. Yeah, I think that I give like real life, you know, answers. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I'm going to tell people. Well, I don't. I don't, I don't the feel. Truth. I don't feel uh, Matthew sugarcoats no, anything. No, not at all. I think he actually. Uh, he actually scolds. It scolds us. Sometimes. My yeah. resume spans for itself. For itself. What? My my resume stands for itself. Oh. Resume. I, you have. You've done nothing. Right? You've, <laughs> you've done nothing. What have you done? I have dated Trish for five years. I've been married for sixteen. I have two daughters. I was a school crossing guard. What? I was vice president of school uh, of uh, student government. I was the president of my fraternity. No. My resume is huge. Okay, but and- you tell us all the time how miserable you are in life, how you don't like your family, and how you want to cheat. So how yeah, is right. that about? Well, actually, those, those, those are great qualities for <laughs> yeah. for a relationship expert as well. <laughs> right. uh, what's that, Gandhi? Uh, T, you actually had a conversation with me yeah. about the importance of things that I need to do to keep a man, and I'm going to say you were so off base. Okay, maybe I, I can't even repeat yeah, some what, of them. Okay, what did so he tell foul. you? What did he tell you? You needed to do to keep a man. There were certain and acts. By, by the way, question: yeah. Yeah. Who wants to quote unquote keep a man? Thank yeah. you. And I didn't no. even bring it up. He just like spun around in his chair one day and was like, "Let me tell you something. Yeah, I'll tell if you, you the ever want to get a man and keep a man, okay. this yeah. is what you need to do." That's what he told me. How I got my husband. That's yes. what he told me. I gave Allie advice as well. Yes, Gandhi, go ahead. He went on to say that by the time I turn 30 or my man turns 30, everything's going to go downhill and we're all just going to hate each other. So no. these certain acts that need to be performed need to happen now. That's no. right. That's okay. how you keep a man. <laughs> okay, I'm telling you right now, bad advice. But, yeah. uh, okay, I have someone on the phone. I believe her name is Becca. Becca? Hi. Hi, Becca. Thanks for listening today. Uh, I know I know you were calling for another reason and we kind of detoured you off to this. Do you have a question? Do you have relationship advice questions for Greg T., the Expert. Yeah, test out my yes, skills. They do. Okay, go ahead, Becca. Yes, they do. So I go to school in California, um, okay. and I was seeing someone in the fall semester, um, but it wasn't ever long enough to make it official. And then the guy I was seeing stud- went to study abroad, um, and then we've both been on the East Coast for the summer. Um, he's been in D.C., and I've been in New York. Uh-huh. Um, but we haven't seen each other, so when I get back to school – should I assume that we're still together, or do I owe him a phone call? Yeah. Like, where are they in this relationship? This is seriously such a problem. I mean, listen, here's my advice to you, Becca. I need you to look into a mirror and talk to yourself and tell yourself everything you just told me, and here's the answer you're going to get. No, it's over. Simply put, he has moved on. You have moved on. You haven't even seen him all summer. I don't think you owe him a conversation, and he doesn't owe you anything. I think you guys are two young adults that are mature enough to figure out this relationship is going nowhere. Oh, my God. Well, no, there isn't. It's on hold. I mean, right. maybe. On hold? Yeah. See, this is the problem. Know, but see what you've done. You see what you just did? You just eliminated the possibility of a relationship here. But there yes. is no possibility there. If for some reason. Wrong! Wrong. Becca, if you go back to college, and if you see him in college, and you guys are chit-chatting like in this school union building or something, you know, then maybe something sparks. But as of right now, 
there's no, nothing there. She asked you if she should reach out and maybe like re- see if there's anything right. still there. No way, Becca, you're too oh, good for okay, this. Okay, it's uh-huh. over. Wrong! All right, Danielle. Yeah. Yeah, what's your advice for I Becca? think that she should reach out. Why not? Why not? Don't you understand? This is the problem here. Ladies. There's no problem. Ladies have the hand in every relationship. If they just realize that they have hand and that they're stronger than the man <laughs> in the relationship, hand? they do. They do. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Thank Women God you have, have. Thank God you have hand. You, I, you'd never have sex. Every, every Friday, <laughs> Gandhi, your yes. thought about Greg T's advice. I think you're wrong about what? the advice. I think that Danielle's more on the right track. Like, let's wait and see. Maybe they want to talk when they get back together. Yeah. Maybe they just had a fun summer apart and she they realize be, they miss each other. You, should, Becca, you should be on social media right now swiping left right all over the place oh stop it's, i'm telling you she's sitting there holding on to something all that's right. been gone right. this so, is the problem becca, becca do you think his advice is any good or do you is a part of you saying nah, i'm gonna call him and just see what happens if something happens great if not whatever i think i'll call him why yeah. not what yeah. do i have to lose Nothing. let me tell you one last thing becca Honestly, if the sex was good, he would have called you back. Wow. All right? Oh, God. Jeez. How stupid. Wrong, Wrong sir. <laughs> Wrong. You lose. You get nothing. Yeah, good day, sir. Wrong. That's Wrong. Try That's again, fine. That's fine. Wrong, sir. <laughs> I mean, part I just of me does as... agree with that part right. about T. Exactly. That's how men <laughs> think. Right. T, men T. only okay. think about okay. sex. Okay, the, uh, Becca, thank you for yeah. listening. And my <laughs> advice, our advice, other than Greg T, is you know just reach out, say hi, yeah. and if something's there, you pick it up from there. Right. I think don't you, that's a, the best yes. idea. I think you have nothing to lose. Thank Worst no. case scenario. Thank you, Becca. You're well, exactly where you are. Bring right now. in the expert, Matthew Hussey. See what he wants to say. Okay. <laughs> By the way. Yes. The texts all agree with Greg T. <laughs> No. I'm an expert. I'm an expert. Get out of here. Get out of here. Your time is up. Get out of here. I mean, he did make a couple valid points, but he's not an expert. I think he had one valid point. Where if, if the sex was that fire, maybe he would have called back. Damn straight. Maybe. This is but over. I, but Get aside from that, you're wrong. And besides, and besides that, you don't have a British accent. <laughs> You'll never, you'll never be better than Matthew. I Hussey. talk like a shuffle of tea. Get know? out. Okay, <laughs> the, the door's there. Let's find it. Get Don't out of here. Don't let it hit your ass on the way out. What's wrong with like? Okay, we haven't been together. I just give him a call, see what happens. What's wrong with that? Right, I don't see anything wrong with that. Oh, rules, schmools. Yeah. All right. Greg T's, Greg T's career as a relationship expert has ended. I love it. It's done. When's Matthew coming on? Next, so call now if you yeah. want advice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Matthew Hussey, come, coming up next. Call now if you want advice. Also, the Danielle Report coming up probably within the next 20 or 30 minutes. <laughs> I don't Good. know. What's up, Spazzy? Hey, this is Justin Timberlake. Hey there, it's Phoebe Rexa. And you're listening to Elvis Duran. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Hey, guys, bedtime is sometimes a battle for both you and your kids. For instance, my daughter, Ella, she struggles sometimes to fall asleep. Well, fortunately, Trish and I have now discovered Vicks Pure Z's Kids Melatonin Gummies to help her fall asleep naturally. Find Pure Z's Kids in stores everywhere. I think Elvis is hilarious. On the spot, he always has something funny to say. Oh my God, hysterical. (laughs) So funny. They all make me smile. This is so confusing. Everybody. Oh my gosh, Elvis, I'm so excited to be on the phone with you right now. No, no, no. All the excitement is ours. That's it. I'm leaving. I'm walking away. Bye-bye. I like to hear that other people have issues, too. I love the feeling of a Q-tip in my ear. Hysterical. Hysterical. I love it. Stick that in your pipe and smoke it. All right. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. 
You know, the great thing, one of the many great things about our friend Matthew Hussey is he always has an invitation to be in this room because he's a member of our family. Yeah. Always has been, always will be. And so uh, he walks in and says, well, you haven't invited me in a while. I'm like, we don't invite our family. No. <laughs> I feel very honored to be considered part of the family. Please. I have for a long time, which is why, you know, sometimes I just, you know, you like to be told. Okay. St- we still love you. Okay. <laughs> we, we still love you. We always will. You know, and a lot of people don't know that, you know, we've had our own private uh, Elvis Duran morning show meetings and uh little conventions and it's just for us and uh matthew's a part of that and yeah. he he's uh you're a, you're a very important part of our family so thank you so stop it okay <laughs> hey you know as far as relationships go let's start with commitment there's a spectrum of relationships it all starts with eye-to-eye contact with a stranger across the room turns to flirtation turns to getting to know each other and then it always and then it, at the opposite end of the spectrum is total commitment, marriage, yes. future, whatever. And uh, Matthew's going to be at the wedding in one month. Mm-hmm. I never thought in a million years, and even at 54 years old, I'm committing my life to someone. How does it feel? It feels, you know, it's fun. It's great. I love him. I'm in love with him. And he takes good care of me. And I need him in my life, as I know he needs me in his life. So there's definitely that back-to-back in the woods, you know, protecting each other thing. Yeah. But we were talking earlier, Matthew, about commitment. And we are talking about commitment as far as tattoos go. Someone said, hey, you keep saying you want a tattoo. You never get a tattoo. And I said out loud without thinking about it, oh, that's such a commitment, a tattoo. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm getting married. Yes. Commitment. You know, I I had a conversation with someone about their tattoos recently because I've always said the same thing. They terrify me. I don't dislike tattoos. I actually like them on other people. I, just the idea of me, like I, the comparison I've always made is I've never bought a piece of clothing I've liked my whole life. Oh. Right. Ever. Right. So why would I think there's something I'm going to put on my body I'll like my whole life? And then someone who who has a lot of them said to me, yeah, but one of the things that's important to me is I I don't feel committed to the same meaning of my tattoo my whole life. Right. So I have the tattoo, but it might... I might have a different symbolic meaning to me this year than it did last year. I constantly reinvent the meanings. And that, to me, is actually the key to commitment. Whether it's a job or a relationship or whatever, it's the people that truly stay committed to things are the people that don't just rely on the old meanings. Ah, but you see, a tattoo is a permanent looking thing it is what it is and you can change the meaning in your mind but people mm-hmm. you're talking about a relationship between two people you're talking about two people in two different lanes who yes. are experiencing life at different yeah. speeds yes and you know you may be committed to, to a relationship for one minute and the next minute it's like well wait a minute it's not what it used to be and there's nothing wrong with that that's just the way it is you should never feel like a failure getting out of a relationship that's why when relationships end or like I like mine have, I've done everything I can to say, hey, you know what? We hate each other right now. Yeah. But let's think about all the good things we learn from each other in yeah. this relationship. And it always landed on a softer, a softer bed. So I But don't you important. think it's don't you think even in marriage it's people have to kind of wake up and say, What's my why for being in this relationship today? Right. Like we can't rely on the same reason we mm-hmm. started it being the reason that's relevant to me now. It's gotta be it's like anything. It's what's my where where's the meaning coming from right now? But I, I agree with you. Like, there's too many people that have lost any reason to be in a relationship <laughs> and they're still in that relationship. Come here, come here. Your hot collar's bothering me. Oh. Okay. 
fix that. You just want to touch him. You can fix my collar anytime you want, Elvis. I fixed his collar. All right, so Matthew has been a part of our show for so many years, and it seems like there's always a new headline every year about where relationships are going. I don't want to say there's a new trend in relationships, but what are you seeing now? When you do your incredible Matthew Hussey get-togethers with people and you sell them out, what is like the biggest question trending right now or thought that you're tackling? There's okay. There's a couple. Firstly, the the for anyone out there who doesn't know me, there's like a a quick story that I've realized tells the story of the last ten years of what I've done. The first is when I got into this, my kind of blunt approach as a guy to helping women in their dating lives, which is what I've done for a decade now, was women need to create more options. Because when you don't have options, you make poor choices. So then I would say, okay, to create more options, you've got to make the move. Women would say to me, I don't feel like I should make the move. I feel like he should make the move because I'm old fashioned. I'd then say, then you have no idea what old fashioned really is. Because old fashioned was a hundred years ago, a guy standing there that you liked, a woman walking past him, seeing that she was attracted and then dropping her handkerchief. Right. <laughs> she would keep walking. The guy would see the handkerchief. He'd pick it up and think this is an extraordinary opportunity to be a man. He'd walk the handkerchief over and he'd say, Madam, you dropped this. And she'd say, did I? <laughs> and they'd now have a conversation, a conversation that he thought was his idea. But it wasn't his idea. She chose him. So when I started this 10 years ago, I said to women, I'm not asking you to go and do all of the work for the guy. I'm just asking you to learn how to drop the handkerchief, right? You can still allow him to think it was his idea, but you got to drop the handkerchief. So I started giving women ways to drop the handkerchief. And one of the most important ways to drop the handkerchief is just to be warmer. I think there's a, there's a genuine lack of warmth in so many people when they're out and about. So I would get people to, okay, first go out. We're atoms. We just need to collide, right? Yeah. Go out to places where atoms can collide. Stand in high traffic areas of that place. Don't go to the table in the corner of the room. Go somewhere where everyone has to pass by you to get to the bathroom 10 times in a night. Right. And work up the courage. And then finally, on their fifth go around, they can speak to you. And and lastly, make a lot of eye contact and smile a lot. Because often that eye contact, that extra smile is the thing that makes the difference between someone being brave enough to do something and not. Now, that was phase one of my company. Here's what I realized. People would do this, they would start to get more attention than they had before. But then the very dangerous thing that started happening was they would overvalue the attention they got. And this brings us to your question, because where we are today right now is too many people getting some attention and then mistaking attention for investment. So they're going too fast. They're going Jumping too fast. To they're giving too much too fast. Got it. Because they're basing how much they give someone on how much they like them. They're basing it on an infatuation. Give us an example. Well, I think we all build stories in our minds. So we go out and we feel something on a date. We feel a greater level of, like the narrative in our mind is, we go home and we go, they're the first person in a long time who. Yeah. Right? That is a dangerous <laughs> sentence. Because that sentence is based on feeling, not fact. Right? They're the first person who's made me feel excited. Okay, that's great. But that's a feeling. The fact is, you just had a date. It doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean this person's going to now try. And there are too many people, one of the great, issues of dating right now is people who want to be in a serious relationship who are stuck in a casual relationship and these people that they're dating aren't giving them what they want but they're not paying attention 
to that because they're just so engrossed in the feeling that they get from it. And what I've been saying to people is, does here's, here's a, good, a good one. Does your relationship work on mute? So imagine that you and the person you're dating right now are two characters on a, on a screen. You're okay. in a movie. Okay. Now, when the music's turned up and you hear the beautiful romantic soundtrack and you hear the words that they say to each other and he's saying, you know, I miss you so much. I'm thinking of you. What are you doing right now? Blah, blah, blah. When you hear all of this with the music, it all sounds romantic. But if everyone out there right now imagines the relationship they're in or the casual situation they're in, and now you mute the TV and you don't hear the romantic music and you don't hear the words they're saying to each other and all you see is these two actors. Is it still romantic to watch now? Or is it just two people who don't see each other that much or aren't trying or one of them's not trying that hard? One of them's pining. The other one's just off doing their own thing. Is it still romantic on mute? And, and the reason I say that is because too many people are being seduced by people's words and completely ignoring their actions. Wow. Interesting, because you, you could be on what, date number five with someone, <clears throat> and you have this feeling that you so are into them, and you would just do anything to, to, to mm-hmm. rape, uh, to get down with them, get yeah. funky with them, whatever. And uh, and you rate them at like number ten on like at a ten, and but you never really listen to what they say. It's all about what you're thinking and feeling inside you. Right? Exactly. You, it's a two way thing. Yeah. Relationships are tough. They're rough. I had a, I had someone write to me literally just yesterday on Instagram to say. There's this guy I really like. He wants me to go to his house for a date. I I like him a lot, but I want something serious. And I asked him, I said I want something serious. And he said, I just want friendship and fun, which we know what that means. Yeah. And she then she said, should I go to his house? No. Why, <laughs> how is that even a question? But the, here's the problem is that when we see things from the outside, the answer is obvious. Yeah. When we're close to it, we go crazy. We start, yeah. we're drunk. Like, and that, I, this is the story of relationships all over is people are drunk in this relationship and it, you lose any sense of what you really should do and how you should uphold your standards. Hey, uh, Kristen. Yes. You're first up to bat with Matthew Hussey. Oh, my God. I'm freaking out. <laughs> no, don't, don't freak out. Okay, go ahead. Freak out. So online dating, all right? Yes. We're, we're living in the world of online dating. We have been for many years now. You think things go great online, and then you meet them in pers- person, and then then it all just kind of evaporates, right, for you anyway? Yeah, that in a sense, or even we'll meet somebody online. I'll talk to them, you know, weeks weeks we make plans to hang out and then all of a sudden they just disappear are you speak Kristen, are you speaking to them on the phone um yes speaking to them on the phone facetiming text messages the whole everything and then all of a sudden it's just like we have plans oh sorry something came up and then you never hear from them again okay so firstly i like the fact that you're doing phone and facetime as well because a lot of people aren't doing that and i really believe most people I, th- I think most of the time we should not go on a date in person with someone if we haven't had a phone call or a FaceTime. I get it. Um, but let's say he does, he, he goes to you at the last minute or he flakes. What do you do then? I'm curious. So generally, if they come back, you know, a day later, apologize, I'll give the second chance. The yeah. second chance is it, though. That's as far as I go. But generally, it, it hasn't even gone to that point because I lose interest then. Right. Mm. But wait, when you say... But it's, but it's unfortunate because I've gained all this interest. I've found that liking for this person. And then all of a sudden, it's just, it's 
gone. And that yeah, is. it's hurtful and it's it's very disappointing. I I understand that. But when he ghosts you, did he literally just not show up to the date, or he told you twenty minutes before the date I can't make it? Twenty minutes before the date I can't make it. And what did you say in that moment? I was like, um, "Okay, have a great night." Okay. <laughs> and I so it's over. It because it's not even worth the argument. <laughs> okay, but what if you were just more honest and authentic than that? What if instead of saying, Kay, have a great night, which doesn't communicate, it communicates a kind of some hurt feelings and a, a slight passive aggression. But what if instead you said, uh, you know, that's a shame. I was excited to see you. Um, you know, uh, I don't know. You know, uh, there was a shame. I, I, I was, I was I've excited to that, see you. I've tried that as well. Um, and it's like, oh, I know. I'm so sorry. It wasn't intentional. Something came up last minute. And then I'll be like, okay, well, at least thanks for letting me know, and then I just will never hear from them again. Why would you I've even... I've been both angles. I've been online dating for a long time, unfortunately. Yes. Well, but at that point, why would you even want to carry it any further? If, if he just said, you know, screw you 20 minutes before the date happened, why, why would you even want to there, deal I mean, with him anymore? There are degrees, right? So the answer to that one is, yeah, why would you? But let's say uh, there's a very common scenario where a guy is, he asks you out, let's say, this Saturday. It gets to Saturday, and he's... You're, it gets to midday and he hasn't texted you. You then text and say, hey, are we still good for tonight? What's going on? And he sends a message and says, yeah, we're on for tonight. I'm going to let you know because I'm just figuring out a thing and then I'm going to tell you what time and blah, blah, blah. It's kind of a flaky response. Yes, the date's on, but there's a flakiness to it. Very flaky. Right. And that's when, the response that generally yeah. always happens. I, I really believe that we should be much more honest with people in general and say to them, you know, it gets to six o'clock and you say to that person proactively, hey, I was excited about tonight, but I don't really know what's going on because you haven't really made, it doesn't seem like you've got a plan and I don't have a time. Um, so I'm a little confused. That's it. Now, the nice thing about that is he can either come back and be just as flaky, at which point you say, you know, let's do this another time or, you know, I'll see you another time because um, I'm not feeling it anymore tonight. Or he's going to come back and be like, oh, my God, you're so right. I'm sorry. I'll see you. I'm going to pick you up at eight. And he gets better. I think so many of us are being so guarded with our feelings that we're not even we're not even shining a light on the elephant in the room, which is that you're being difficult. You're being flaky. You're not showing up for this or whatever. And we do far better if we had an authentic approach to how we actually feel. The problem is people think authenticity is weak. Like, oh, if I tell him I was excited about tonight or whatever, that's vulnerable. And vulnerable means he now knows that I like him as much as I do. No, it doesn't. All that means is I was excited about tonight. I'm, you can rapidly become unexcited about someone based on what they do next. So authenticity. And, and, and by the way, meet people out there in, in the real world too. Why are you just online dating would be my question. Wow. We got to take a break. Coming up, Pam is at a crossroads. Move in or break up. Oh, boy. Plus, let's talk about love myths. We think we know it all. No, we don't. Hey, this is Rihanna. Hey, this is Mariah Carey. What's up? This is Pink. And you're listening to Elvis Duran. Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. Morning Show. Hey guys, bedtime is sometimes a battle for both you and your kids. For instance, my daughter Ella, she struggles sometimes to fall asleep. Well, fortunately, Trish and I have now discovered Vicks Pure Z's Kids Melatonin Gummies to help her fall asleep naturally. Find Pure Z's Kids in stores everywhere. Text us at 55100. Standard data and messaging rates may apply. It's Elvis Duran in the morning show. 
You know, our buddy Matthew Hussey hasn't been here in quite some time, mm -hmm. but you wouldn't know that because we have uh, my assistant <laughs> Andrew, my assistant Andrew, who does the best Matthew Hussey impersonation. He does. Where Not true. Not uh, true. Well, so to you, no, it, no. Here, oh, Matthew. I mean, uh, Andrew. <laughs> Andrew. It, it's Andrew. like a, it's like an English Michael Jackson. It's very strange. <laughs> okay, so, uh, so uh, Matthew, just give me like uh, ten seconds of uh, the butterfly. Go. Uh, well, I have this theory that real love is the idea that when a butterfly lands in your hand. You don't try and suffocate it. You don't try and hold on to it for dear life. That instead, you put one hand up to shield it from the wind. And the butterfly stays in your hand, not because it has to, but because it sees the value in staying. That's a true relationship. And it's a beautiful thought. You made me cry the first time you told that story. Yeah. And, and since you haven't been in a while, we had Andrew. Andrew, <laughs> tell me about the butterfly. You know, I often think the same thing. It's important to shield your love like a butterfly and really try and convey that love. Open it up to the winds and let it fly away. I it's extraordinary. Do I, firstly, sometimes I pronounce T's. <laughs> <laughs> Not true. <laughs> so, in your absence, Andrew has been uh, doing our love a, expert. Of course, he knows nothing about love. <laughs> I, no, I actually am lonely and single. So, thank you very much. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Ever. No, we don't love you, make Andrew. me feel sorry for you after you've just mocked me. <laughs> mocking Matthew. <laughs> There's my name pronounced with two F's. Yes, it is Matthew. Matthew. It's, it's Matthew. <laughs> Matthew. I love you, Andrew. Thank you. It's on Andre. Thank you. Andre. Matthew. Andre. Line seven is Pam. I've been dying to get to this call. Uh, Pam. Oh, my God. Hello. She's on an airplane. Uh, <laughs> Close the window. Hey, uh, Pam, thank you for holding for so long. You, you are uh, 14 years older than your boyfriend, right? Yep. And you're ready to take some next step. What does that mean for you, next step? So, um... I, I feel like life is short, so why? I mean, we've been together for four years, took a break for about a year, year and a half, but stayed friends, and he's he's still, to say, one of my best friends, and everything has gotten better. Communication, sex, everything is better, um, but he's super guarded. So if a stranger walks by with a dog, he immediately is like, oh, my God, I love you, I love you, I love you to this dog, and yet... After four years, you finally can say it to me. <laughs> right. So, I, you know, I'm at the point now where it's like, okay, should we, I think we should move in together and at least, what's the harm? There's nothing to lose. And what, and what, does he, what does he say back to you when you say, hey, next step, natural progression of things, let's move in with each other. What does he say? What, how does he respond? He's, he's scared. He's like, I, I don't know if I'm ready for that. But yet, he's not happy where he is. So, hmm. I, he's just really scared. So, have you said to him, well, at what point do you think that will change for you? Or do you have an idea of what timeline you're interested in moving in together? Because that's something that's important to me in a long-term relationship. Uh, I didn't say it quite like that. I kind of said, um, I, I'm not going to ask you again, but I also don't want to wait another year. And then what? And then what? How long? When was the last time you said that? Uh, Saturday. 
Okay. So, look, here's one of the common misconceptions that really gets people hurt, is that it's not enough for two people to enjoy each other's company or to think that each other are amazing. You also have to have lives that are in sync on some level. You have to have goals that that synergize. You know, you have to want the same things on on, on a you know, on one level. So for you to be wanting to move in with this person and he doesn't might make him wrong for you. Like it just because you have a great connection with this guy, it doesn't make him right for you. If his goals are different, he's at a different stage of life or he's too scared to actually go to the next stage. It doesn't make him right for you. And all over the world, there are people who think that the person they're connected to is right for them simply because they have a great connection. But that's not true. Right. Do, you, do you see what I'm saying? Sure. Mm-hmm. So have it's, you? That's a hard pill to swallow. It's extraordinarily you know, yeah, and, and difficult. And this is why Pam and, and, and Matthew, I must assume, this is why people stay in relationships for 15, 20 years still waiting for something to happen. They thought oh, they're going to change. Yeah. And the next thing you do is right. you wake up and it's a dozen years later. Yeah. But you, you have to never make the mistake that someone you're with, no matter how much they love you, cares about your time as much as you do. Because they've right. barely even grasped the importance of their own time. Hey, they hey, certainly hey, aren't thinking up, about back yours. Up, back up. Say that again, what you just said. Never assume. What? Never assume that the person you're with, no matter how much they love and care about you, cares about your time as much as you do. Wow. Yeah. Because they will, I promise you, even people that care about you will inadvertently waste a decade of your life if you let them. Oh, jeez. Absolutely. And they'll still care about you and they'll still say they love you and they'll still feel guilty about it afterwards, but it won't stop them doing it. Because people do what's right. comfortable for them, not what's right for you. Right. right. So you got to find someone who's actually got the same goals as you. It doesn't matter that you have a connection with this guy. There's plenty of people in the world you can have a connection with. Now go find one who you have a connection with who actually shares your goals, who's in the same place as you. And in terms of age, I generally date younger. Is is that something I should try to stay away from? Look, I don't have a problem with age gaps, but you have to have someone who's mentally, emotionally in the same phases of life as you. So if dating a different age group means that you're consistently meeting people who have different goals than you, then that's something you want to reevaluate. Does it mean that you can't find someone who's younger who's got the same goals? Of course not. Right, there are exceptions, but you have to be honest about where someone actually is. And by the way, this guy is telling you where he is, but you're not listening right now. And I need you to listen because I promise you, Pam, I've done this every day of my life for the last 10 years. I get, I, I don't just get to coach you. I get to coach you five years from now and 10 years from now and 20 years from now. I see into the future because right now today I'm coaching a version of you in the future. And she's distraught that she wasted another five or 10 years with a guy who told her what she needed to hear 10 years ago. There you go. Thank you for your call, Pam. Wow. There you have it. Something to think about. Yeah, Nate says, well, ask her what she's going to do now. I would never put someone on the spot like that. She needs time to process it. Yeah, eat your food and digest it. Nate, something you you didn't do well the other day. Hey, hey, thank you. Hold on. Before we take another call, uh, I'm going to talk about getthefreechapter.com. Yeah, I have a program called How to Talk to Men, which literally is 
the most practical program you'll ever find for your dating life. Now, how do you know you- how to talk to men? Oh, that's right. You are one. Uh. <laughs> oh, that's right. The, what, I, what I find people are sick of is cliches in dating. You know, you just need to get out there. You just need to open your heart. You just need to do this. You, people want practical advice. And the whole point of this program is to give exact things that people can say that create attraction with the person they want. And so this pl- this chapter, get, which is you can go and download at getthefreechapter.com, is literally a chapter taken from this program that you can have for free. I'm giving it away to the audience today. And it's all about how to flirt and how to create massive attraction. It literally gives you, if you have a guy in your life right now that you're thinking about, I you do. can literally use these <laughs> things that I put in this chapter today to create more attraction. Let me tell you something kind of funny about the advice that Matthew gives you. You can actually use this advice when you're in a relationship yeah. already. That's true. Like I can go. I, and I was reading this morning about how you, you were in a relationship for several years or whatever, and it, it turns into routine or it turns into like, oh, oh, God, I totally forgot they exist. You know, whatever. <laughs> Go home tonight and flirt. Yeah. See what it gets you. Never stop <laughs> never stop flirting with your partner. I, I think that's I one of the that. great yeah. keys. So, yeah, that's at getthefreechapter.com for get, anyone who wants it. Yes, getthefreechapter.com. And Matthew's been flirting with me since he walked in. Oh, I just downloaded it. That was so easy. What, what is it? Flirting? What is it? It says how to talk to men. Oh. How to talk to men. The free chapter. Oh, there, there it is. you go. <laughs> yeah. The free chapter. So go there now. Literally within seconds, you'll have something that you can text or say in person to the guy that you like. Hey, so our friend Allie is in here. I hate to put you on the spot, Allie. Hi, Allie. <laughs> Allie Gold. Allie, uh, Gandhi was saying that you were just back here talking to yourself, mumbling to yourself. Like like when Matthew would make a statement or make come up with a, an idea, you would go, oh, I don't know. It's not going to work for me. Yeah, I was just, I was making noises, definitely. Like, what did, Gandhi, what did you hear her say? So one of the things he was talking about was dropping the handkerchief. And she's like, yeah, hmm, I need to figure out how to do that. I, and then another thing was dating. And, you know, maybe a first date means something. And she said after every first date, she's like, this is the one. She mm. knows it. So, Well, oh. I tell someone so that at my wedding, they'll be like, oh, well, she knew he was the one the first date. You're crazy. <laughs> You're a psycho for that. It's only at work like that. Allie. But actually, with the handkerchief, I feel like all my relationships in the past have been someone I was friends with that turned, blossomed into a relationship. And now I'm really cutting that out and trying to meet new people. So how do you drop the handkerchief for someone you just met at a bar or someone you've been on one date with? Well, if you're on a date, then you already dropped the handkerchief. Oh, I guess that's true. <laughs> you already got you already got to that point. But you, listen, you got to do the obvious thing. That everyone's trying to find something really clever. We're all trying to be too clever. Instead, we need to go out, look up from our phones, and a make far more eye contact than we normally do. Because any time a woman looks at a guy for two seconds and looks back at her friends, and she's like, "He knows. He doesn't know." <laughs> He has no idea. He wants me. And, and you know what? You know what? Consistently, people underestimate. They overestimate how hard it is for them to do something, and they underestimate how difficult it is for someone else to do something. So you'll have, you know, a table of girls on a night out, and they're all sitting around together, and she may be making a ton of eye contact with a guy, but think for a moment how hard it is for a guy to take that eye contact. And then to say, now I'm going to walk across the room and approach a table of women to say to one of them in particular, I'm attracted to you. Never. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's It's not going to happen. So difficult, right? So what we have to do is just make everyone's job easier, right? 
I need to, at points, get away from my group so that someone can say something to me. I need to get proximity to someone so that they don't have to go across the room to take a risk, but they can literally turn their head and say something to me easily. I need to ask a quick favor. There's a wonderful uh, study on favors, which showed, uh, contrary to what you'd think it would show, which is, if I do you a favor, you'll like me more. What the, studied, what the study actually showed was, if I do you a favor, I like you more. So the way this can work in attraction is if you want to get someone speaking to you, just ask them for a favor. So if you're in a, let's say a bar or whatever, and you say to a guy, could you hold my jacket for two seconds? Uh, I need to give my drinks to my friends. I don't have enough hands. He holds your jacket. You give your drinks to your friends. You come back. You say, thank you so much. You're a gentleman. And you take your jacket back. You say, how's your night going anyway? He's now done a small favor for you that when you say, how's your night going to him, it just feels like, oh, she's just being nice because I did something for her. It saves you from having to walk up to someone and go, I think you have really nice eyes. <laughs> <laughs> and now you're in conversation with him. And again, it's like dropping the handkerchief. He feels like it was his idea in the first place. Right. Mm -hmm. So just the one of the greatest ways to drop the handkerchief is just ask for a favor. Okay, I'm gonna use that. <laughs> I want to know how this goes. Yes. Yeah, definitely. I, I haven't asked you. May I ask a favor of you? Uh, yes. Will you uh, do me? <laughs> now, the uh, one thing the study did say is the favor can't be too onerous. Oh, okay, sorry. Hey, I was just looking uh, at all st our stuff online. Uh, when dating a partner and they are hesitant to put a title on it because of past hurt and trauma, how do you bring up the what are we? conversation without being smothering or pressuring okay firstly let's all roll our eyes at the first part of that sentence what was it, it because, when dating a partner and they are hesitant to put a title on it because of past hurt and trauma what a wonderful escape now i get to be the victim even though it's me not giving you what you want Ooh, isn't okay. that wonderful that's by the way that is some of the most clever stuff guys are told we, we were told guys are idiots they're not idiots they say things that get them off the hook so when i say I've been, I've just been hurt really badly in the past and I just don't know if I can do this again. It's, I get to be a victim and keep having it both ways. Give me a break. Then don't, then stop going home with that person. If that's really the problem, stop going home with that person. Give yourself real space. But he's hot. But, but this is, so this is, this is it, right? People have to be really self-aware and say, what is it I really want? If I want a relationship and I've been seeing this guy now for a few weeks or months, I need to be able to say to him, listen, I like you and I'm having a great time, but I know I wouldn't be continuing to do this if we were still seeing other people. So what do you think? Where is your head at? You've got to be willing to have willing to have that conversation. Now, if he comes back and he says, well, I just, you know, I'm not sure. And, you know, I've been thinking about it. and he points to like some graphs and some stats and is like, I just, uh, you know, I'm confused about this whole thing. If, if the answer takes longer than 10 seconds, you know the answer. Yeah. The answer is he's not ready for a relationship, at which point you say, that's great. I respect it. I want you to be happy. I want you to do what's going to make you happy. I also know what's going to make me happy. And it's going to be going out there and finding someone who's in the same place as me. There you go. Listen to Nikita. I love this question from you, Nikita, because it seems so simple, but it really isn't. It really is very complex. Go right ahead. Hi. Um, so I went on a date with this guy in January. One date kind of fell apart, didn't really talk. Um, we met him. I met a mutual friend of his in July who kind of reheated things up between us. And now he keeps asking me out to breakfast. Breakfast? Oh. Meet me for breakfast. So, what's wrong with that? Yeah. I don't know. 
I think that that's weird. That's not really like a first date or like a second date. Like so you're saying a date must be a date must be in a restaurant or it must be it must be something else other than breakfast is what you're saying. I feel like you're setting the precedent of like what you expect and like I would like to instill that I expect more than a 3.99 breakfast. If, I don't know, is that me being difficult? If he asked you to come to his house at 11 o'clock at night, you'd be yelling at him because he's doing the whole booty call thing. So this is a, a respectable hour to be seeing someone. You know he's not trying to sleep with you. But wait, I have a question. We don't know that yet. Oh, my question is, what if he's in another relationship and the only time he has free is breakfast because his uh, significant other go is going goes. to work or whatever. Daniel's right in the whole place. Or, well, that's a good question. Possible. It right? Is, what if he's possible. leaving it open to you guys have a great breakfast and you can hang out all day? Here's my question. Why why, why does everyone have to make such a big deal out of it? He wants, he wants to see her. Go to breakfast. Yeah. I mean, maybe he likes waffles. We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know I don't know. I mean, he, the fact is, is he, it's not, you know, Matthew, seriously, Danielle, Gandhi. Yeah. yeah. It's All not right. like he's saying, uh, I hate you, so therefore I'm only going to give you breakfast time. He wants to hang out with her and say hi. But how to, many times has he asked you to breakfast? Um, well, he asked me like a week ahead of time to go to a breakfast on a specific day, and he's asked me twice. Okay, so you're the difficult one here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he's he's planned. Firstly, he's doing every. This is what makes dating so confusing. He's he's asking you in advance. You know how many women come to me and say, "I wish a guy would make plans instead of asking me at the last minute to do something." He's asking you in advance. He's giving you a specific day. He's asking you at an hour where it's clear that he's not trying to take you home at that hour. Because the, what people guys do when they want to take you home is they take you out as late as possible and as close to their house as possible. With alcohol. Right, with alcohol. <laughs> so he's not trying to do that at least straight after breakfast. He's just trying to see you. Now, the only caveat to that is what Danielle said, which is if that is the time that he's picking because he's got something else going on, mm -hmm. then that's a big caveat and that's a problem. But there's nothing wrong with a guy asking you out to breakfast. I actually think that's a romantic... I think that's a cool date. Oh, man. <laughs> Wait, hold on, hold on. She's so disappointed in our answers. All right, Nikita, I know. Look, look it, it, he's asking you to stay, hang out. I mean, a date is a date is a date. I mean, I, why do we have to have these restrictions? It's not a date unless it's these things. Well, it just maybe it'll turn into that yeah, if just it's go interesting. And see what happens. You know what's kind of great about a breakfast? It's so simple and so fast. You can get in there, spend time with him, and you may be the one that says, nah, yeah. I don't want to have another moment with yeah. this guy. But I got, you know, waffles. And then you still have the rest <laughs> of your day to do whatever you want. Go do All it. Right. Well, thank you for the advice. No, you oh, hate it. Oh, <laughs> she's not going to listen. See, you're, you're expecting this guy to like to want to like, like take you out and be your, your full-time committed boyfriend. Yeah. Just go ahead and get to know him. What's wrong with that? Why are you in such a hurry? I don't know the answer to the question. <laughs> just you know what? Are you are you sort of interested in him on the surface? Interested in him like just on the surface? Yes or no? Um, I, I don't I don't think so. I think that like going on a date in January and then kind of ghosting me and now coming back because we have a mutual friend kind of like makes me hesitant. Then why are you even thinking about him? Move on. All you're, right. You're waffling. I by the way, <laughs> the number <laughs> the number one reason that people focus too much on one person is they're not creating options elsewhere. Mm. So you got to go create some more options. Nikita, you deserve better than that. Go. Good advice. Go get it. Yeah, it is great advice. That's why he's Matthew Hussey. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, scary? Matthew, I've loved everything you said. 
up until this point. I, I think that this guy is not going full throttle here. He's investing time, but not money. He's got to go. He's got to show her good a good dinner. No, he you can't just do breakfast. Why like are you that? guys rushing Why? everything? Yeah, but this is because, her first. She hasn't even but gone by out the way, with him yet. People would think if if this guy took her out and spent a ton of money on her to impress her early on, people would think that was gross. Yeah, right. And time is more valuable than money. You don't get time back. You can get money back. Right. Look, in this day and age where we time is so important and so, we don't have it. Right. You go look. I. You know what? I. I I'm. It's early in the morning. And my day hasn't started yet. I can just go have breakfast with her, just say hi and get to know each other. What is wrong with that? She's not showing me value by taking me out to an expensive dinner. Well, no, you don't even know him. Nixon? So you, you guys are rushing into this. <laughs> I am not a crook. <laughs> it's like, you know what? You were talking about this earlier, Matthew. We, we, we build these scenarios and these stories in our head. It just... Sometimes it's difficult just to hop in the river and, and let the lazy river take us where it wants to take us. Yes. Just go. And if it works out, great. Mm. If it doesn't, oh, oh, this is the first relationship that didn't work out. Look, we're all in great relationships one minute and not the next. Or sometimes we're in a great relationship forever. It's That's just the way of life. It's just the way it is. Damn it, scary. <laughs> Damn it, scary. And of course, yeah. of course, uh, cheap bastard Dave Brody over here. What if he's got a coupon? <laughs> well, then I see that as a good thing. Then he's Don't at least he's, see you use it. That means he's good with his money. money. Anyway, so I want you to do me a favor. I want you to go to getthefreechapter.com and uh, check out what Matthew's giving you for free. Then he lures you in. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he, you really are fantastic but at what you, you do. People really should do that because that last caller was a prime example of why people need to create more opportunities. It, it, you know, all over the world, there are people who are just obsessed with this one person. And if someone better came along tomorrow, they wouldn't be. But the reason they don't have someone else is because they're not actually out there being proactive. So this gives people specific ways to do that. A free chapter. Huh. <laughs> It's complimentary. The word free is so cheap and tawdry. Yeah. Anyway, so get the freechapter.com. I want you to check it out now. It's so important. And having you back in the saddle with us is kind of fantastic. It's. I said this during the break. It's never long enough. I always feel like we need more time. Have we run out of time? Yeah. Is yeah. that it with me? Aww. <laughs> oh, oh, no, no, no. You can stay until the cows come home, as they say. <laughs> Anyway, we love you, Matthew. I love you too. Everything Matthew Hussey we're all about, and we'll see you at the wedding. I can't wait. And if, I really if, can't and wait. The good thing about you at my wedding is if Alex dumps me, it's you, baby. You're next in I'm line. I'm the stand-in. Yeah, yeah, I'll make sure not to bring anyone. You're the understudy. Yeah, don't, don't take sand to the beach. I'll come alone. No, no, it, it, no. No, whoever it is, we'll take care of them. Anyway, thank you for coming. He'll lock them in a closet. We'll lock them in a closet, like I've done all the others. Matthew Hussey, thank you. Bye. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Oh, my God. Holy crap. Hi. Oh, hi. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Thank you again to Matthew Hussey for coming in. Always love to see our family coming coming back to the table. Yeah. Hey, so ASAP Rocky News? Yeah. Yeah. Garrett, what'd you hear? Uh, he was found guilty in Sweden, but here's the thing. He's not in Sweden anymore, so he's never going back to Sweden. But, but he doesn't not... have to serve jail time. They said that what he served is going to be enough. Yeah. Well, they couldn't. If he needed to serve more jail time, they couldn't force him to go back. Well, there have been known uh, to be extradition yeah, uh, that's proceedings. I, something tells me I think he's safe. Yeah. No. 
But how would you feel if one country in the uh, on the planet has said, mm, no, you can't go there? Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I would talk about it all the time. Forgot her name, but remember <laughs> a very famous case from Italy where the uh, student was accused of murdering her Amanda roommate? Knox. Oh, yeah, Amanda yeah. Knox. Oh, yes, that's right. And she's like, one day, she's like, oh, I'm going back to Italy. I'm like, what are you doing, girl? Stay yeah. out of Italy. Stop rolling mm. the dice. Come on. Yeah. Go to Little Italy. <laughs> I can't go to Epcot anymore in uh, Canada in Epcot. I got too drunk. And uh, they wouldn't serve me and ask me not to come back. Oh, so you can't go to Canada in Epcot? Yes. Hmm. But you can go to all the other countries. I can go to so all wait, the other countries. Do they have your picture up? I don't know, but I can only get to the border of Epcot and then have to turn around. <laughs> Technically, I'm not allowed in certain countries because I have an Israeli stamp in my passport, so there are other countries who won't let you in. Wow, but once really? I get a new, yeah. So they once, tell you that before you get the stamp. Once you do something as simple and great as visiting Israel, you're not allowed in another country. Yes. That's so really? strange. My I can just have that too. Where are get a new living? passport. Let's get into the sound with Garrett. <laughs> yes. Garrett, mm-hmm. Garrett, what do you have? All right, so remember last week uh, we played the sound from Bachelor in Paradise. Danielle threw up from the guy, JPJ, <laughs> who ate tacos. <laughs> well, this week he's not doing that. He's actually trying poetry. Oh, this guy should just stop. Um, for what lady is it that enriches the hand of yonder knight? For it is thee that teaches the torches to burn so bright. I'll watch thee take thy place of stand. All right, what else? I'm turned no. off. Uh, all right, there's a gr- uh, there's a singing competition in China called Sing, and two little girls have a death metal band. Now, one of these little girls sounds like a little girl, and the other sounds like a 40-year-old man. Okay. Wow. Imagine growing up with that voice. Uh, all right. Mike Tyson has a podcast. It's called Hot Boxing. Yeah. Now, if let's play a quick game. How much do you think Mike Tyson spends on weed a month? Oh, Ooh, God. I would say, so I, you know me, I'm going to go too high because I'm sure he gets great weed. I think a thousand bucks. Thousand bucks. All right. More. I would say more. More. What do we smoke a month? The what? The forty thousand a month. We smoke forty like, yeah, forty thousand a we month. We smoke ten tons of weed at the yeah. ranch a, a month. No, you don't. That's way too much no to spend way. on even great weed. Yeah. yeah. There's, a he's lot. getting hustled. Well, he also has. Uh, <laughs> he also sells too uh, out in Nevada and Los Angeles, so he makes a lot of money too. Mm-hmm. But you don't you don't smoke your own product from what I've heard. Uh, but whatever. Uh, all right. So the Ron Burgundy podcast is one of the best podcasts on iHeartRadio, number one, as I've been told. And uh, you know, Ron Burgundy reads off a teleprompter when he does the news, and uh, he reads whatever is in front of him. And in radio, when you get a commercial, sometimes you read what's written for you, like Froggy did. Right here. We recommend you get delivery this weekend just to make sure your doorbell is in working order. So test your dinger with the coupon code DONG on E24 and save a few bucks on your order. Yes, that's the coupon code DONG. Yes, DONG. One more time, DONG. I'm in. Is that real? Yes. Frog. Test your dinger. Frog. Yeah. Froggy, check. Yeah. Yeah. Text. Wait, what? T- test, test your the dinger. coupon code Dong, D O N G. That's dong. Oh, no, I got it. Dong. What are they? What, I love it. It's for a doorbell camera. <laughs> and that's it. Who doesn't love dong? Keyword like dong. Test your dinger. Hey, someone brought up. Uh, thank you. You're a good American. Yeah. I love that. Thank dong. you, Garrett. Dong. Garrett, today's was the strangest sound segment we've ever had. I smoked yeah, like Mike Tyson stuff. Yeah. Hey, um, we were talking to Matthew Hussey earlier about going out for breakfast. 
is that a date or not? And yeah. I was like, well, if you don't think it is fine, it would, if you want to believe that, great. So uh, one of our gay listeners in Philly said, well, wait, guys, like gay guys love to go on brunch dates. Mm-hmm. But when women are, the, the straight women are there, it's usually just a bunch of straight girls together. It's okay. not a date. Do mm. people go on brunch? Can anyone stop eating for just a minute? Can you just stop, please? <laughs> so my question is this. Is a brunch a date or is, it, is brunch a party? To me, brunch can't be a date. Really? I think Why? it can be whatever you make it. Yeah. A brunch yeah. date? A brunch date. Yeah. Because I don't want to go on a brunch with one person. To me, a brunch is like 25 people. Oh, well. No, but I could see that. I could see you going on a date for brunch. Why I could brunch with a person. Because you know, if you, go to, if you go on a brunch date, you're going to get smashed. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and you know what happens after you get smashed. Yes, you, you smash. You get smashed. Yes. <laughs> this is true. All right, well, okay. Open-minded me. I'm going to open it a little wider and say, mm-hmm. yes, you can go on a brunch date. Yes. And hopefully you'll have friends like across the room. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? His name is Elvis, and I'm so good with that. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Ah, uh, Audible. Let me tell you something great about Audible. I can tell you a million different things. Where do you want me to start? At the beginning. Okay. <laughs> That's a good place you know, to start. Audible has so much stuff. They pack a ton of convenient features into Audible. Mm. You can carry your entire audiobook library with you. You don't need, have to decide what to bring. You can download uh, to your phone anything, everything, so you don't have to rely on data or Wi-Fi to listen in. It's already there. And you don't have to carry heavy books with you. This is true. That's you can work. change the speed. You can actually speed it up, whatever you prefer. And it doesn't sound like a bunch of uh, like like squirrels. Yeah, chipmunks. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't sound like a chipmunk at all. It, it's the regular narr- narrator's voice, but it's just faster. You can even use the app to send your audiobook to any Bluetooth device that doesn't have Audible built in. That means you you can send it to your home sound system, your car, whatever. Audible is just great. You know, it's more than just reading a story or listening to a great story. It's convenience. Do it when you want. It's a great way to tune out the world and just focus on what you want from an Audible story. And thanks to us, you can start a 30-day trial and choose one audiobook and two Audible originals absolutely free. Enjoy unlimited access to guided meditation and fitness programs. This thing has everything. Why are you waiting? Go to audible.com slash Elvis. Very important. Audible.com slash Elvis. I know several of you went to see Tootsie on Broadway last night. Yes, I did. Gandhi was there. Straight Nate was there. I know uh, Garrett went. Mm -hmm. So our friends... At uh, Zenny Optical. By the way, have you seen all the frames they have? I have. I have two pairs that I love. They're so easy to order from. But I'll get to that in a minute. ZennyOptical.com. So, you know, Tootsie, is a, it, it's just a great evening on Broadway. Fun. I it, laughed a lot. It, 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 easy to figure out. You know, yeah. it's not one of those complex, like, shows that makes you just want to go you know, hide. Right. right. So... And as a matter of as a matter of fact, the lead, the guy who plays Tootsie, actually won a, an Emmy. Tony, a Tony. A Tony. I'll Which, get them all mixed up. I didn't know until today. So oh. yeah, Tony winner. So anyway, so Zenny Optical has this thing. Well, look, you know, the, Tootsie is famous for her glasses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They have Tootsie glasses. Look at oh. these. <laughs> look at these. Oh, those are awesome. Uh, yeah. How do you see them? Here they are. Oh, look, these are the glasses that Tootsie wore. Oh, you look just like Tootsie. Oh. Santino Fontana. Dorothy. They're actually yeah. cute on yeah, you. Yeah, look like Dorothy. You do. 
Anyway, I think that's so cool that Zenny has teamed up with Tootsie to have the Tootsie glasses. Mm-hmm. Do I look like Tootsie? You do. You do. I thought that you were Tootsie for a minute. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> you can go to zennyoptical.com slash Tootsie glasses. Tootsie dash glasses. Okay. They don't make it easy for you. Or just do, you know, do a search for Zenny, Z-E-N-I, and Tootsie, and you'll find it. Yeah. Why don't they yeah. just say that? Some people might say Sally, Jesse, Raphael. Anyway, they sent us breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> so Zenny sent us breakfast this morning. We want to thank them so much. They have partnered up as the official eyewear for main character Dorothy Michaels, played by Santino Fontana. Uh, inspired by the show, they wanted to make this collection available for all Broadway Tootsie lovers. And I love it. What's that, Scary? Uh, it's Z-E-N-N-I. Yes, Z-E-N-N-I. Yeah, Zenny. Zenny Optical. Love them. Thank you for the gift. The gift of me looking like Tootsie. I've never felt sexier. Hmm. He what? did? Yeah. Santino, uh, he voiced Hans in Frozen. Yeah. yeah. He I did? didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, my God. Wow, Nate, you're just teaching me all sorts of stuff. Put, <laughs> Nate, put on the Tootsie glasses from, from Zenny Optical. How do I look? You totally oh, they look actually like Sally look Jesse. cute. Really? You yeah. look like Tootsie. I need, do need new glasses. Maybe Have I'll you seen better? Well, they're not my prescription, but, you know, I feel uh, I feel handsome in these. Someone just sent a text. Uh, Tootsie was fantastic. I'm so glad I got to see it. And the Tony win was well-deserved. Nice. It was. It, I'm telling you, thank you, Zenny. It was the glasses that won that Tony. Yeah. He that tone. sounded just like a woman. It was amazing. Well, he's supposed to. Yeah. Totally. Uh, anyway, so we got that going for us. So thank you to Zenny Optical, Z-E-N-N-I Optical. Go get your Tootsie glasses. I want everyone. I don't want one person to not have a pair of Tootsie Could glasses. Can you imagine if everyone's walking around with the same yes. Tootsie glasses? <laughs> you know, I was noticing yesterday, everyone's walking around looking at their phones. How come they all can't be looking at their phones through Tootsie glasses? <laughs> oh, they can't. Again. Why not? It's a very serious thing. Bless you. Thank you. Let's get into the three things you need to know from Gandhi. Also, today's Wayback Wednesday phone tap from Scary is on the way. What do you have going on? All right, planes flying again in and out of Hong Kong International Airport. There have been 10 weeks of protests, but two really intense days where the airport got shut down. So it's open again. The protests continue. Something really interesting happened in the middle of the galaxy. I don't know if any of you guys saw this report, but there's a giant black hole and it has lit up four days this year and scientists want to know why. They say that that means something is happening within the black hole. We need answers. You, get you, know, you need to look yeah. into that. If your black hole starts lighting up. Yes. <laughs> It should cause some worry. I would love to go check that out myself, but can't. And finally, we talked about this, but really quickly, ASAP Rocky was found guilty of assault following that street fight in June in Sweden. He's not going to have to serve any more time. They say that the month that he did in the detention center, it's going to be time served, but they do say that he used excessive force. And don't forget, President Trump did get involved with this. And, you know, people are saying he was treated really horribly while he was there, and it was just self-defense, but he was found guilty. And I have a question. If he wasn't found guilty... Would they, how would they have given him that month back? How do they, they, say yeah, already, how do they give yeah. you time back? Right, you exactly. That's you know. horrible. Right? Yeah. yeah. Now you're done. All right, let's take a break. Your phone tap up next. Good morning. Ooh, girl, that has happened to me. I think we're out of time, actually. No! This is Come terrible. On, Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. All right, so I'm the queen of multitasking, and in New York City, you have to be, and Audible easily fits into my summertime plans. Wherever I'm headed, I can plug into the Audible app, and a library of best-selling audiobooks and exclusive originals pop right up. Your first audiobook is free at audible.com slash Elvis. Don't answer the phone. Elvis, Elvis Duran, the Elvis Duran phone tap. All right, Scary, what's your phone tap all about today? Well, we got a call from Cindy who said that her dad, Curtis, 
hates telephone telemarketers. He just gets completely crazy when uh, he encounters them. So uh, we figured we'd put it to the test, and I would call as Mr. Michael Oppenheimer, uh, selling him something crazy. All right, let's see what happens. A call from Mr. Michael Oppenheimer. Curtis speaking. Uh, yes, good afternoon. This is Mr. Michael Oppenheimer with Black Bush Irish Whiskey. How are you doing today, sir? Doing fine yourself. Blackbush Iris Whiskey has a viscous and rounded, medium to full-bodied taste. Yeah. Aromas reminiscent of fresh sea air are accompanied by rich flavors of molasses and chocolate. Are you we'll going to cut to the chase or what? What's going on here? A three for $124.68 oh, today. What? Three bottles or three cases? I have three bottles here for just $124.68 of Blackbush Irish Whiskey. And you um, say it's got viscous chocolate in it or some bull****? What's this? It's a single malt whiskey, and it's married with a single grain whiskey. Not interested. Curtis B. Oh, yes, good afternoon. This is Mr. Michael Oppenheimer with Blackbush Whiskey. Yeah, Bush yeah you Whis just called. I told you I'm not interested. Thanks, buddy. Sir, I, I didn't get, get to tell you that it was developed in 1934. Curtis speaking. This is Mr. Michael Oppenheimer with Black Bush. How many times Bush. are you going to call me? I didn't get to tell you that Black Bush Irish Whiskey. You told whiskey. me all about the viscous smell of the. <laughs> cut the script. How many would you like to order today, sir? What the hell are you trying to do here? Sir, I do not need you selling me whiskey, all right? Sir, just do one sip. Do not call me back anymore. Sir, just. I'm sick of hearing your. Sir, just one sip. Have a and good day. Sir, listen. Curtis speaking. You didn't let me finish. Oh, please, continue. Just one sip, and you'll be hooked on the taste of Black Bush. You know they got robots that do your job much better. Black Bush Irish whiskey is aged in a sherry oak cask for 9 to 11 years for that distinctive full-bodied flavor. Why don't you go and take your Black Bush and sell it to your damn mother, all right? How about swirling some Black Bush around in your mouth? I told you I'm in it, I have been clean and sober now for three years. I do not need any more black bush messing up my life. Do you understand me? I don't think you're understanding. It's bottled at 80 proof, and it's deleting super... I'm going to come down there and shove so much black bush down your throat, you're going to be gagging at it from base. Hello? Buy it. Jesus it. Christ, again with you. Enjoy it. It's black bush. What the hell are you... The time you... Wasting on me, you could be in a hammering black bush down in the throat to any drunk he's sitting at the bar. Sir, my name is Mr. Michael Oppenheimer, and this is the superior premium Irish whiskey in the Leave world. Leave me the alone already! How many times have I to tell you that? But, sir, black bush Irish whiskey might be good for your mom. She doesn't drink either. Would your mother like black bush? She drinks water. What about for your wife? My wife doesn't need any black bush or your wines or your champagnes or your beverages or your carbonated alcohol like this or that. You and your wife would just love the subtle sherry sweetness of black bush. It's so smooth. Hello? This is Mr. Michael Oppenheimer. What? With Are you kidding me? Sir, you're very angry. You could definitely use some of this whiskey to calm you down just a little you bit. You son of a bitch! A man with a handful of black bush is a very happy man. I will come down and break every bottle over your head, you son of a bitch! Sir, we're running a sale today. If you buy three bottles of black bush... Uh, yeah, um, I'm on the, uh, the national do not call list. And, Hello, uh, friend. Look, I need some help. I got this guy calling me. Hello, friend. This, uh, black friend. Bush. I don't know what it is. Are you still there? 
You obviously don't know anyone with Black Bush. Otherwise, you'd be ordering this. Do I don't know anybody with Black Bush, buddy. Uh, sir, what credit card would you like to use today? I don't have any credit card. I don't have any wallet. I live in a cardboard box. As a matter of fact, I stole this phone. So if you call back, you're going to be arrested as an accessory to a crime. So leave me alone. Before you go, I think I should tell you you've been phone tapped. Go yourself. Hey, Curtis. This, what? This is Gary Jones from Elvis Duran in the Morning Show, and your daughter Cindy's playing a phone tap on you. What the f is this again? It's a radio prank. Put Cindy on the phone. She had to go into a meeting, but yeah, she thought she you'd had to enjoy go into this. A meeting. I'm going to find her ass and I'm going to run her down. Elvis <laughs> Duran phone tap. This phone tap was pre recorded with permission granted by all participants. The Elvis Duran phone tap only on Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Something I've been thinking about, uh, not only because Matthew Hussey mentioned it earlier about mm -hmm. when you're out and about and you see someone that you want to connect with, but also just in, in, in real life experience, if you want to appear more confident, yeah, eye contact. Oh, oh, yeah, totally. You know what? It's so easy to go through your day without really truly looking anyone in the eye. Yes. And, and you can. You can actually get along successfully and be just fine in life without looking people in the eye. Yeah. But eye contact is something you have to constantly work on. Mm -hmm. I really to... notice it. I do too. Yeah. And I notice when people are not giving it to me and I think, huh, am I upsetting you or are you just shy? What is going on? Maybe a little of everything. Maybe. Yeah. But yeah, I tell you this, you, there is a perceived confidence in someone if they have the ability to look you in the eye yeah. and not just kind of gloss over you. Mm -hmm. like how many times have you met someone at a party and they not only, not do they not only not look you in the eye, but they're actually looking behind you to see what else is going on? That's the worst. Or their eyes are on their phone. Mm -hmm. Also the worst. So, Greg T. Yes, sir. More eye contact today. I, you and it, all of us. I'm not, I have difficulties with it. You do. Oh. I do. Um, well, for two reasons. Okay, so for one. So, you're looking me in the eye now and you're having no problem with it. Well, cause that's because you've trained me. You, you <laughs> told me, look me in the eyes. So, I, I try to do the best I can. But it really bothers me. I don't know what you're thinking back at me by looking in your eyes. So, then I try to like look at your mouth maybe in, in that area. And then also, when the job that I have here for so many years, I always spoke to all of you on the show through the phone. Right. So I never had to look at your face. But see, and exactly. that was a problem. But now that oh. you're looking at me in the eye right now, I feel like we're actually having a conversation with each other, and it's a good thing. Scary, for yes. instance, he doesn't even open his eyes. Yeah, no, I close my eyes when I talk. <laughs> like, look, he's doing he's it doing right now. now. He closes his eyes when he talks. It's the strangest I thing. I think it's a concentration thing. I don't know if it's a... I don't know. I don't know. It's hard. But It, it is. It's yeah. a challenge. But I'm telling you right now, if you... From to, from now until the rest of the day, if you can make it your number one effort to look people in the eye when you speak with them yeah. and not just answer them and walk away, mm -hmm. I think you'll be surprised at how it'll change everything. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All right. What you I just wonder what you're thinking of me when I'm looking right okay, at you. Okay, you stop that. <laughs> it's very okay. you, you need to stop that. It's okay. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about, about what I'm thinking. Oh my Stop head, my worrying brain. about what other people are thinking. Right. All right, Danielle, one more look at whatever you're looking at. Give me uh, your favorite two stories. All right, so let's talk about The Haunting of Hill House Season 2. It's actually called The Haunting of Bly Manor this time around. It's based on a uh, novella, actually. And uh, it's ghost stories. It's going to be fantastic. It's supposed to be scarier when, than the last. When, when, uh, I don't know when it's coming, but soon. it's coming soon. That's okay. all we know is it's coming soon. It's coming soon. Uh, and...
And Jay-Z and Rock Nation are partnering with the NFL for events and activism. This is actually pretty cool. The NFL said they're going to consult with Jay-Z's Rock Nation on its entertainment presentations, even Super Bowl halftime show, but... He's not going to perform at the halftime show. Maybe he will eventually. So we'll see what happens. He can produce it. Yep. He's got the juice. He does. Thank you, Danielle. Elvis Duran. <laughs> so stupid. In the morning show. Warm weather is here, and I am so ready with my summer audiobook list. Audiobooks from Audible let me enjoy the sunshine while listening to the hottest releases of the season. Bestsellers, racy thrillers, and more. Get it free at audible.com slash Elvis.